build me an army worthy of Mordor. Holy shit. If he starts speaking Elvish, I'm going to be hyped. I'm not going to know what he's saying, but I'm going to be hyped. I'm going to be hyped as shit. But, <laughs> fuck yeah, bro. Guess who's your, guess what your intro music is going to be? Guess what I was watching yesterday. When I, fuck, I, sh- I was watching fucking Rivals 1. I should have been watching the Return of the King extended version. I what? That's what I was watching. I know. I've watched it three times because oh. you watch it every fucking day when you I pass love, out. I love Lord of the Rings. I do too, but switch it up for me. Like you're the only one that's going to sleep. I want to blame you because you started this. Like I had been off Lord of the Rings for a while. And then I came to bed one night and you were like, oh, I'm going to go lay in bed. And I was like, okay, I'll be there in a second. And then I came in and you had the Fellowship of the Ring on the TV and hooked. Well, I'm just saying it's it's a good movie and I've seen it so many times. I, if I fall asleep during it, it's not that big of a deal. So because yeah, I know it. Exactly. By heart. Exactly. So why are you going to give me shit? Like, it's just it's a good it's a good movie to because watch. When, it's a good movie to fall asleep to. When we're both going to sleep, it's OK. But when only one of us <laughs> is going to sleep and I have to sit there and watch the same fucking movie over and over again, it's not OK. So change it when I fall asleep. It's not like it takes me long. No, because that's when I get my work done is usually when you're napping. Then why are you complaining? Because about- I still have to hear about the fucking dead <laughs> The dead guys, I forget what they're called. Forgive me uh, if anyone's a really big Lord of the Ring buff out there, but uh, where Aragon goes into that like corridor. I only watched that part one time in the. Oh, it's been on seven, though. (laughs) It's been on seven times. No. You just sleep through that part every fucking time. No. It's like the best part. I don't sleep through that. It's not the best part, but it's a really good part. Don't Don't huff and puff at me. Not well, shut up, Hufflepuff. <laughs> Get out of here. He's a he's a Harry Potter fan too. I know. I'm just curious. What house he is. Like, what house do you think I would be? Because I've never looked. You've never looked. No, I've never done the test. I think I don't know. I feel like I feel like Slytherin. <laughs> I don't think you'd be Slytherin. You sure? Yeah, I think you'd probably be Gryffindor. Honestly, like if you answered it, not trying to be a smart ass. And just legitimately answer but like it that as is yourself. like a core character value of who I am. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, legitimately answer it like as yourself. That's no fun. Like how I know you. That's not what I've learned from talking to all these challenges. Okay. <laughs> they say lie and make some bullshit up and just, you know. And just be that person. Just be that. <laughs> Here we go. Is that a goat? Is that a goat? I think that's a goat. I think that's a goat. Might be a goat. It might be. Let's see. Tyler, how are you? Hey, guys. Hey. hey how I are you? I apologize profusely. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. My podcast, my podca- I have a podcast studio with my buddy, and he is MIA. We did have a rough night last night. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I called his wife, and she's like, he's a no-go for today. I was like, Understood. <laughs> so, I apologize to you guys. So we're doing this from the living room today. So thank you. Oh, of course, not a problem. Like I was saying, we're we're parents, so we uh, we understand yeah, being but, late all the time. So it's not a problem at all. No, and I really, I really do. Like literally, we're in the middle of a blizzard, so I like trudged over into the studio, and it's it's, it's, it's people in North Dakota. We have these giant garages, and we 
that's all we can do is in the winter and hunker down and create these giants. So we have like a sound studio over there. And I was like, dude, where are you? Like, are you all right? And then like, I get over there and like the garage is dark and it's never dark. And I was just like, Oh fuck. Like Andrew's done. So <laughs> I just got back. I like, I, it, we're in the middle of a blizzard too, to make things even worse. So I apologize. But yeah. Oh no, 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 no worries. We appreciate your time. And you know, just in period taking the time to speak with us. I mean, yeah. uh, we're actually a relatively new podcast. We've only been around for about six months, but uh, you know, thankfully, because of, yeah, well, I was going to say, thankfully because of, you know, people like yourself and your fellow castmates giving us time, we're able to keep this going. So we really do appreciate it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, Tyler, I want to just kind of fanboy out for a minute. This is <laughs> like, this is really exciting. This is one of the first times we've ever got to interview a multi-time champion. Yep. Um, oh, so, someone that uh, the goat word does get thrown around with. I mean, we heard it on the last all stars. Um, obviously didn't go the way you wanted to go. Um, yeah. but with that being said, first and foremost, we kind of want to give you a wrap up of like how, what we do. It's called the challengers unplug. Basically, uh, we want to kind of get your story about before reality TV. We'll obviously talk about the challenge some and then kind of talk about different stuff you're working on as well outside of the show. Yeah. And so to start that off, um, I saw some conflicting information and this is kind of like a reoccurring theme we've noticed with cast members is that there's multiple different locations uh, listed as where you're from. It says uh, one thing says Atlanta, Georgia. The other one says Minneapolis. So I just wanted to kind of ask you, uh, where do you consider yourself from or where are you from? Oh, I mean, I would love to know about this Atlanta. I mean, if you hear like conflicting about like Minneapolis or Fargo, that would make sense. But um, my dad was an airline executive, so I was born in Fargo. And then I grew up in Anchorage for like eight years. And then I went to high school in Minneapolis. Wow. Um, So, yeah. So, So I'm more like I'm anything, anything south of like literally the 42nd parallel is just absolute lies and it's the wrong Tyler Duckworth. <laughs> well, fair enough. I am, with I am no, I'm like a polar bear. I am fully like North of the border constantly. So, but yeah, I've, I've come to find out there's a, a couple other marauders saying that they're Tyler Duckworth as well, but yeah, you should check your IMDB page. Cause it also I says you're, Says you're married to a, a, a lovely lady named Maureen, I believe. Trust, trust me, my, my students have uh, have just as much fun as you guys are having right now. <laughs> <laughs> lies being told on the internet because nothing about me reads heterosexual, and so we don't really talk about it. But sometimes they're just like, "So, like, we looked up. It says that you're married." And I was like, <laughs> "Do what?" <laughs> So yeah. Oh my god. I mean, maybe I you know I need to work on my SEO. Bottom line, I need to work on my SEO. So right. It, it's a process. It yeah. all takes time, right? Uh, yeah. No, I was reading it. it. Said married. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I read the name. I was like, that's not right. That's, that's no. Not right. Like I, I've been previously married to like an eccentric German entrepreneur, but that was in Germany, so that doesn't right. make sense. <laughs> so we can get to that later. Oh yes, we oh, definitely yeah. will. No. Uh, so um, I know reading up a little bit and kind of knowing your background, it's been a long time since I've seen Key West, but you were like at a championship level swimmer, uh, collegiate level swimmer as well, too. Like you were looking- like all American. What? And that's super impressive because we actually uh, we talked to Wes not too long ago and Wes told us like he's a good swimmer, but there's a different level of swimming. And when there's- you're at a 
a collegiate level, you're like Olympic quality, world-class swimmer. Yeah. And so Wes and I, okay. It's funny you mentioned this because Wes and I, uh, so first of all, a fun fact for anyone listening out there is that you need to understand how people and challenges know each other. It definitely has to do with where their seasons lie. That is to say, so Key West is sandwiched between Sydney and, or no, I'm sorry, Denver and um, Austin. So mm-hmm. when we were initially were airing, we did a lot of bookings and a lot of appearances, a lot of challenges with what Denver and Austin or yeah. Philadelphia, which is right before. So like we have a very tight relationship with certain seasons. So like Wes and I are literally brothers, just in the way the same same way that Johnny and I are brothers because we're from the same season. Um, just because Wes has Danny, like for instance, and him and I are cool, but like him and I, like he didn't really do that many challenges. But Wes and I have done almost every challenge I've ever done with each, with each other and appearances. And so we have like a very, very fraternal, like competitive relationship because I know you can't really see it from the lighting because I try and hide it, but I am a redhead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is is a good transition as to why I have a bare face right now. So like um, last uh, February and I hadn't done a challenge again in like 11 years. And I had, um, Wes had like, you know, on his stories, like this is the best red beard I've ever had or of any man ever. And I was like, fuck you. Like I have a better red beard. And he goes, show it. So like, you know, showed it to him. And so it's because we're so competitive. So yesterday I was trying to clip my beard, just like even it up a little bit. And I nicked it. And it just, it it looked like I would have looked like I was like an East German raver. Yeah. (laughs) So I had to take everything off, which is sometimes good. It's good for your skin, I guess. But I haven't been beardless in probably five years. So this is an exclusive. Wow. Yeah. Baby face. Look at that. It looks good. It looks good, though. Yeah, you rock it well. Look, yeah. like if I do this, I lose any distinguishable chin. It's just neck to mouth. No, That's all I, it like, is. I, I, like, and this, take this the right way. I feel like I'm like a 45 year old lesbian, like without my beard. Oh, <laughs> Um, I swear if you mentioned Subaru Baja, I was going to lose my mind. <laughs> but um, it's funny because Wes, um, Wes and I always go at it back and forth. And even recently, I was at like an event with Wes and he was like, I'm the funniest redhead ever to be on the show. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> he goes, how red a hair are you? I go, without my like hair stuff. And Melinda had my back. She goes, Tyler is a redhead. Like, because like on All Stars 2, like, we, you know, obviously are, we're super close and like live together because tyler is our fucking redhead and it's just like kind of like pepper stuff in like you know show yes. tricks but um he the only time i've ever been actually angry at west when he was like i'm the best swimmer ever to have been on the challenge i was like no you're not no, yeah. <laughs> no you're not i go you may have qualified for state championships in kansas or you know missouri but you are not at my level i'm sorry yeah it's just um, um, like if someone who like has been eliminated in the first round of every challenge is like, oh, I'm the same as CT or Johnny. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you've never been to Olympic trials. You've never been to nationals. <laughs> this is not like we're not. In, and so it was a very confrontational but funny moment because it was like Wes and I for better for worse have giant egos, but we're so friendly with each other because we are Midwestern. Um, that like we it's not it's never nasty or anything, but it was so fucking funny because he was like, I was like, I was like, it was a game of chicken. I was like, you really let's let's let's, I will do this with you right now. 
Like I will find a body of water and embrace you. But it just shows how competitive we are. Like that we don't care about anything. We're just we want to compete. So I'm sorry to go on it. No, no, I love it. I can totally like picture you guys like just standing there, like, you know what? No, now we're gonna go now in that lake. Literally, I was like, I was like, literally, I have goggles on me right now. Let's do this. I keep them on me at all times. I'm ready always. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> honestly you guys are not gonna like believe me but like on um all stars 2 i literally had i don't trust production so at all times i always have like my little kits of things i think might be handy like yeah. scarves because i've broken i have had surgeries on my wrists yeah. and goggles and it's like like uh like tape too just in case to help out because you never know what's gonna happen so i literally always carry around on any challenge i'm on or anything, I have, I always have goggles, my wrist guards. It's like a little like packet, like a wrist. Oh you know, my god, that's amazing! I it's love like it. a, it's like a challenge first aid almost, or a yeah. challenge prep kit. <laughs> like, by, let me know about who you are by the five things I pull out of this bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your uh, what was your main focus in swimming? Because I know there's a lot of different specialties. Um, what were your main focus on? I was our my swim team. We we're known as being IMers, like individual medley. So mm-hmm. we were definitely like proficient in every single stroke. Um, There's a blessing and a curse. So I was a great tutor. My best event was the tuner breaststroke. Uh, also the tuner butterfly and then 400 IM. Wow. But also 200 freestyle subsequently. And so just 200 IM. So like in college, for instance, on like a Tuesday or Thursday, I would have to do like the 400 IM, uh, 500 free, 200 breast. And then 400 medley and 800 free re- relay. So it was just like awesome. Wow. And I talked to, I, I'm still really good friends with my friends from like my college swim team and that I grew up swimming with. And I'm just like, I don't even know how I did that. I'm too lazy to do that shit anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah. That was so many yards. That was just to compete on a, like a Thursday night, you know? Yeah. Wow. Alone. And for people who've never tried it, like my mom swam not, nowhere near your level. She was like a high school swimmer. And she taught me a few, like just the real basics of like doing the butterfly and the breaststroke. And you do it for about 25 feet and your, your muscles are burning. Cause it's just such oh, an yeah. awkward movement to get used to. Yeah. And, and here's the funny thing you mentioned that is that like on the NCAA and Olympic schedule, because no one can master butterfly and breaststroke. No one is really good at both. Yeah. They put them against each other on the schedule. So at NCAAs, and conference championships and state championships, everything. Those are my two best events, the Twitter butterfly, Twitter breaststroke. I would have to swim back-to-back events, which is unheard of in swimming. Oh my God. So it was just like one of those things where it's like, I would have to eat one season, choose one event or the other, but I was like, these are my two best events. I'm going to go for it. So I would train different than every single other person because my two best events were back. To, it, it, it's just like being, um, if you're in track and field, it's like being, uh, I don't know. I would say a hammer, hammer thrower, and then the hundred meter and two hundred meter. Right. But you'd have to go. Literally, you would have five minutes. So we would practice my warm down, my race warm down, and then getting right back up on the blocks again to like get ready for that kind of competition. Right. So I think that's how I like to compete <laughs> from all this. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know what? That's kind of like a common theme with um, with the top tier guys in the challenge. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And even not even top tier, but like just 
people that haven't had the opportunity that are high tier collegiate athletes. I mean, the competitive nature on unto itself, like I consider myself competitive, but I'm not competitive. Like you guys are, I'm not like, Mm -mm. you want to go swim right now? Well, we can go swimming. (laughs) Like I I was like, no, probably not, you know, but (laughs) so, um, I, I was, reading and I, I don't recall this if you discussed it on the real world but it said that you you had suffered an injury and that kind of derailed your olympic hopes um would you mind talking about that a little bit i would love to talk about that um because it's probably the most uh definitive thing that's ever happened to me in my life i broke my back um i fell off a structure at school because i went to a catholic school and i was class president we have to do the student service and so it needless to say, they do not do that anymore. Um, yeah. It was so grossly like liable for injury, but I broke my leg, my L4, my L5 was shattered in four places. And then my right hand was completely demolished. It's been reconstructed twice. So that happened when I was 17 and that was the summer before the senior year. So that's the year you get scholarships and, where your national placements really come into play with, um, you know, college swim teams and whatnot. But more important than that, like I didn't die and I wasn't paralyzed. Yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's one of those things where it's like, I have that competitive nature, but I also have that, that place where I like take a step back and I'm just like, Oh, this is not that fucking important. And like still to this day, most people don't understand this. I suffer like severe sciatica. I have numbing in my legs. My biggest fear ever doing challenges is that I wake up some days and I'm, I can't walk. And so I have to like, it's, I've been very lucky that I've never had one of those days where I've been on a challenge and my sciatic is that bad because the compression on my spine. Um, I do have to have a disectomy because I do have, um, my spine has been basically, um, disintegrated over time um, because they wanted to fuse my spine initially and I refused to have back surgery. And I'm glad I didn't because I know people that have had that surgery and they have never been the same, but it's one of those things I'm like, who would want their spine to be operated on? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. So that's, that's the background of the injury and it's still an ongoing thing, but it's also something that I've always kept in the back of my mind while competing that I have to be hyper aware of that other competitors may not and i do not talk about openly with them because they may see obvious weakness well yeah absolutely i mean we see how they are when someone gets a cold and has to go to the doctor real quick and and i was going to bring this up later on but i mean i think it's very poignant to bring it up now is i was noticing all but and i can't confirm one of these eliminations but every other one of your eliminations have been a physical elimination not like climbing a wall but like physical contact like other than oh no i'm sorry ascending where you had to climb it was still physical though you saw had to have the ability to do it and then the other yeah. one i couldn't make i don't remember is the one with you and frank i believe frank it was force field yeah in gauntlet three. Oh no that was physical yeah. was that okay. i could have sworn it was but i couldn't remember it was and you know what's funny is that i was so mad at i was my one memory I, the only thing i remember of that elimination was because Johnny was mad at me about the dual one. So yeah. he's the one that voted the veterans to put me in initially. Yeah. And the veterans like, we like Tyler. Like, why would we put him in? He goes, put him in, put him in, put him in. And so I had to go. And then of course I choose Frank. Like what was, what was I thinking? Um, I could have chosen Nehemiah. I could have chosen like 
you know, Ryan, like anyone, I would have slaughtered them. Right. But, you know, always have to go for the gold. And yeah, you're not remember, that guy. No, I'm not. Because I'm not. Because you never, like, I'm just not that person. I'm always no. with the big. Yeah. And, always. Uh, I remember him being like, Tyler, don't like try to so, like, wait, wait, wait. Because basically it was like a sling and you had to like run one way. So you had to basically drag someone through the sands. Right. Yes. Okay. I do remember that. And now. he was just like, you're going to spend all your energy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was so mad. I was like, you're the reason I'm in here. Why are you cheering for me? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's, and it's the same thing. It's like, this is something that I always, I, I, you know, I touch on in almost any, any interview I do is that you have this weird bond with these cast members that you do your initial season with that is hard to replicate. Yeah. They are, it's, it's literally like a a sisterly or brotherly bond where it's like, I'm going to throw you into elimination, but I'm still going to try and get you to win just to like fuck with you. And I don't understand it because I did that to Johnny. So it's not for me to like pastors on him. Does that make sense? No, yeah. totally. Yeah. Look, because <laughs> like I called him out because I was like, I know I can beat you, but I still want you to do well. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to kind of give you the heads up. Like we're one of those uh, fans, um, and and I'm sorry we didn't even fucking introduce ourselves. I really apologize. We just got right into it. No worries. I'm just very excited. We're all very excited. Yeah, right. I, I'm Ricky. This is my wife Karina, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, but what I've kind of noticed is that. Uh, it, a lot of people think, oh, you have to be honest. You can't, you can't screw people over in this game. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's what this game's about. That's the purpose of this game. That's how you create drama in the show. Yeah. It's like you're supposed yeah. to do those things. Um, so we commend you for doing it. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but sometimes it just happens on accident. Like it's literally like you don't even re- like I, I've been asked so many, like TJ even asked me once. He goes, what were you thinking in Brazil on the duel? I was like, I wasn't. I was just like, uh, like I'm on this. I didn't. Re- I never even thought I would ever do a challenge, let alone yeah. be on a challenge. And if you look at the cast of the duel, it is literally the cast of all stars of the best and the biggest. It's such a good cast. Kenny, Wes, CT, Tyler, Bananas, Nehemiah. Everyone is there. Derek, Brad. Is like, yep. Yep. The, it's literally if you look at the cast of the duel one. It is the ultimate all-stars. So it's like, of course, they're going to like, so I was just like, I was kind of like starstruck and like, I don't even know what what was happening. So it's just like, I know in this moment I can beat this person. So I called his name out. Is that what I should have done? No. But is it what kept me alive? Yeah. 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 So is it what also got me kicked off the next three challenges? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. But it also brought (laughs) us together for rivals. So it's like, Everything exactly. in life happens for a reason. I don't know. So it's it's it, it's so fucking crazy. And I do say I will say this for the challenge: how they can't script the madness that we create for ourselves. Yeah. So absolutely. Well, it's it's very similar to the theme of the real world, right? Instead, you get thirty super charismatic, young, energetic people that are highly competitive, and you put them in a house and say try to win this competition you know it's yeah here's a bunch of money uh fight for it <laughs> yeah it's it's tv magic well you here's my I, I i and i guess i come from it from a very different perspective with age and wisdom and whatnot but it's funny looking back on that process because it's like realistically if you look at the prizes because now with all stars my most recent experience it's like literally only two people are going to win so like what am i going to get out of this experience yeah. What is my what is my gold medal? What's my silver medal? What's my bronze medal? You know, obviously the gold is for everyone to win, but what's my silver medal? 
to have a great fucking time and yeah. win a bronze medal to compete with these all stars, but also like jump off buildings, jump into cenotes, like do crazy, you know, just do crazy shit that like most people would pay thousands of dollars to do in New Zealand or South Africa. And the yeah. fact that you're getting paid to do it. So, you know, you have to restructure it. But back then, you always have to look at your odds. And like the duel was one of those where it's like, oh, well, only one person's going to win. I was like, that's why I was like, go big or go home. Just let's yeah. fucking go. And then when, you know, I had, you know, when I got on to so like subsequent challenges, the mindset's very different because if there's a first place or second place prize or third place prize or whatnot. So cool. it, even when you haven't had the opportunity to choose who you're going against, you typically draw like a pretty tough draw. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that because I, Derek and I, we have such a weird relationship. Derek Kaczynski, mind you. Yeah. Um, we're not, I wouldn't say we're like friends. We're, we're friendly. Right. Mm-hmm. But we don't, I don't dislike him. I respect him from such a distance and likewise him with me. It's because it's like, <laughs> He's a straight man that lives in West Virginia. And I'm like a gay guy from like, you know, North Dakota. So it's like, <laughs> we're just like, we don't know how to view each other. <laughs> it's just so like, I don't know what you are. He doesn't know what I am, but like, I know that on any given day, like he could beat me or I could beat him. So we have to be very cautious around each other, you know? Yeah. And so there's, there's, a, there's a huge amount of respect, but like, I, I asked myself, I was like, what the fuck were you thinking on the duo when you called out Derek? Because I very easily could have called out CT. I could have yep. very because like, I said that I was like, if I get thrown in again, I was just going to call out the biggest name I could think of. And that was right after that was on the tail of um, me because I does my I just graduated college. I remember in college, I would watch the challenge and doing statistics homework with my friends and we'd watch the gauntlet. And I remember seeing Derek go in and in and, and keep on winning. I was like, Dude, if you're on TV and you're going to go into a challenge, like call the biggest name that you know of. And that's Derek. And I oh, did. Yeah. And so I'm so proud because my mentality is if you go home, but what do you lose? You went against the biggest dog there is. Right. Yeah. Like, imagine Eric getting up that rope, big easy. <laughs> or you know <laughs> what I mean? It's just, you know, it, but we, you just drew a card. So it, again, it's, it's whatever. So. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's same with, um, you know, it, when you don't get a pick, like when you end up having to go in against like CT and, and Adam, yeah, you get yeah. thrown in or, or you know, twice. I've been thrown in without my, <laughs> I think I've probably gone against CT more than anyone in challenge history. I do think I do have the best winning record against C. I actually, I have the, I have a winning record against Johnny and CT. I was so, going to say, technically you've never lost to CT. No, technically I haven't. Look, I, we we were watching the gauntlet the other day. We were going back through it. Um, we were talking to another guy that was on there, Brandon. And uh, so I wanted to go back through because I hadn't seen it in so many years. And of course, it's got bananas backpacks. So I'm like, oh, let's watch this. And he, mean, he means cutthroat, by the way. Oh, I'm guys. sorry, cutthroat. Sorry, cutthroat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, cutthroat. cutthroat. Figure it out. Right? Get it right. <laughs> My, the screen went dead. That's what it was. Um, but anyways, on uh, cutthroat, when we were talking to him about that, I went through and I watched Bananas Backpack and it was like, yeah, it's really impressive what CT did with Bananas. But when I watched, I was more interested this next last time watching you two go at it because it wasn't an easy, like there was no, it was, there was no, no possibility of him picking me up. No, he wasn't picking you up and you guys might've been moving, but you guys weren't moving much. You guys no. kept turning no. over. 
rolling you know? around fighting for that power yeah and that is also it, it's literally like <laughs> in, in the gay community it's like two guys that like figure out they go on a date and they're both tops they're like Who's gonna buy? <laughs> oh my god that's amazing i love <laughs> but also like there was no anim- like, a secret secret revealed you know i had lived in i went to an undergraduate in boston and I lived there for nine years and I love Boston. It's a second home to me. And CT is from Boston. And so I have a lot of friends from Charleston and, and whatnot. And so like him and I have a very like, friendly, but again, like a distant relationship where it's just like, I respect this person from a distance. They at any given day, they could ruin me or I could ruin them in eliminations, yeah. but like play it cool. Cause we might be on the same team. Right. Um, and have you ever seen, CT fucking like throw a haymaker at me? No, no, <laughs> no. You know, but we we respect each other. And so when he walked, I called Johnny in that day because I wanted to squash this dual beef. Right? Yeah. That I was like, I go, I like want to go against you, and that very rarely happens. Jordan did it exactly because I'm sorry, Johnny is that type of person. If you have to be around him that many that much time, <laughs> he's that. Sometimes you just want to eliminate them. <laughs> right. It's it, one of us is going home and either way, I don't have to hang out with you anymore. So it's fine. <laughs> I think if you go against Johnny in that elimination, though, you might have a very oh. similar performance of what it would, it did would probably Johnny. still be bananas back. Then. Yeah. yeah. I, I no. think that's good. <laughs> and I've spoken to journalists and <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. Um, who are I'll, like, I'll joke with them. I'll be like, you've interviewed Johnny. He can be a bit exhausting. They're like, to say the least. <laughs> and I'm like, but like, that's what makes him so like, so great on TV at the same time, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, with CT and that whole situation, it's, I really actually did want, I really still to this day would be like, I want to go against Johnny and that backup off me. I yeah. know I would have won. I know I would have won because CT and I were in the dirt for 45 minutes and I was showboating. I knew after 16 seconds, that's all I had to last. And yeah. so then my team was just like Brad and Tori and Paula. Everyone was just like, stop, stop, stop. We need you for the next challenge. Because I was like, wait, you're going to throw me into the next elimination. That's why yes. <laughs> we yeah. don't win. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it was me sending a message to every other guy on that team. And also on the other two teams, I was like, listen, this is CT. He's like one of the greatest of all time and he cannot move me. So who else wants this shot at me? Yeah. Well, and then you end up having to go against Derek A. And, and, and it's funny when you see his reaction, because I, I, I didn't like fight going in. I was like, listen, I'll go in. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, yeah. And when he found out he's going to have to go against me, he was like, he knew the writing. If I had not, if I had not made CT struggle the way I did in the previous round, Derek wouldn't have been defeated mentally like he was when he knew he was going against me. Yeah, he started. See, yeah, he started yelling and stuff when he when he knew he was going in. And TJ like asked him like, "What's the matter?" And he's like, "He's a big dude." And he was like all like upset. Like, you I could tell. You yeah, like I didn't do anything. Like I didn't try to lose. My team lost. My team threw me in. Why are you mad at me, y'all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, no, it's just, but, but it's, again, with these things, it's all about intimidation factor and sending a message. And I will say, like, my dick grew about nine inches after I had that elimination round. Oh, and yeah. 
And on cutthroat, like after the Olympics, because you were so gross and cut up and like dirty, you had to sit in the very, very front of the bus on the way back to this mansion that we were staying in. And it was a solid like hour and 45 minute drive, but like you were cut off from the cast. So you couldn't talk to them. They had like a screen up. And I just remember walking in, like, just like, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I was just like, all right, what do you guys got? You know, (laughs) cut to to my team's performance the very next day on the next challenge. Horseshit. (laughs) I was like with Brandon and Dunbar, I was like, you guys are pussies. Like, I beat CT for you two, and then you guys are going to do this. So, Yeah. yeah. Well, they're lucky that you were on the. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I'm going to say they were lucky you were on their team because they didn't want to go against you. I know that that yeah. season. I don't think there was anybody that was beating you that season. Just no, no. You look at certain like seasons, and we could we'll talk about rivals shortly. I'm sure, but like after Johnny gave me a great pep talk, and this is one of the greatest pep talks in challenge history. He was like, "You are selling yourself short. You should be in control of the red team. You and Paula." He's like, we should be, and this is where like Johnny started getting to be, this is why actually I will campaign for Johnny to be the greatest of all time, because he understands if you're going to control your own team or your own alliance, you have to also simultaneously control the other alliances. And so he was already controlling his team on cutthroat, but he was like, Paula, Tyler, why aren't you figuring your own alliance? Paula couldn't see heads for heads or tails because she was so mad at him about something that happened on the island that I wasn't yeah. aware of. But it was like, Paula, that's a good point. I was like, let's take control of this. Me, you, Camilla, Dunbar, let's do it. And then I landed on chat and I gave him like, you know, concussion. And, <laughs> you know, and actually Brad, I almost knocked out of the game too. Had Brad gone to the hospital, he'll admit this, they would have taken him out of the game too. Oh, wow. So, yeah, cutthroat could have been a lot different. Um, and also, I think Tori was actually pregnant, too. Oh, and wow. so why, like, she didn't go into that, you know, it just, there was a lot of crazy things that happened. But Johnny did give us, uh, give me a good glimpse into how to win a challenge and how to win the bananas way, both physically, but also strategically. I think uh, we, we have an ongoing debate. She is a very big CT fan. So, and I debate, I think rings are are fairly important. So I debate, I think bananas is greatest so we go back and forth all the time so it's interesting <laughs> to hear you taking back what you're saying I, I want, I, listen hopefully i can you know engender this conversation as as we go along because i know who i support but i i'm always open to persuasion on things so <laughs> you want to go ahead or we do it did, you i mean yeah, look, no, like the, the conversation's <laughs> gonna flow how the conversation flows <laughs> What do you really want me to say, though? I mean... Why is CT the GOAT? What do you mean, why is he the GOAT? Why is he the GOAT? You say he's the GOAT. Why is he the GOAT? Because it's CT. I just... I I don't know. I I just... There's... I love... So here's my thing. I love Bananas. I respect everything that he has done. I just look at CT's wins as individual and like a duo rather than like on a large team as like those are just... um, they That's resonate fair. more and they and they they mean more to me than winning on like a big team. Um, and that's really the only like l- argument I have other than that. I just like CT more and I always have since day one, you know, his first season it, it, day one. I was like that. I like that guy. Obviously, it was a physical attraction at first. But as I watched <laughs> him grow, you know, like <laughs> 
Now that I honestly like now that I look back on like how he looked when he was younger versus how he looks now, I'm like, I wouldn't have liked him how he looked then now. Um, but I, I, I appreciate the growth that he's gone through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I support her passion though. Like I, I, he does. It's fair. Um, okay, you know what? You're the one that got me a cameo from Wes helping me uh, shoot my shot with CT for my birthday. So don't uh, even start. It's, it's something that I couldn't do for you. <laughs> it was fun. So Tyler, you have a counter argument on bananas. <laughs> No, I think let's let's continue this conversation, and and I think that will help find yeah, us a no, better, 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 yeah, template on yeah, it. Um, kind of find a find a light at the end of this tunnel, if you will. I I agree. I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, uh, I I wanted to talk about this cutthroat final because I think that 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 final on cutthroat is severely underrated in the fan base. Like that looked crazy, and it was really hot too, wasn't it? It was just, I have to say this, when after again beating CT and then beating Derek, I was just like, nothing, we are winning, we're, we're winning this. Right. And yeah. like at that point, I was like, you know, Luke had, had been in a slapping competition with Big Easy. Abe, I didn't take seriously. I'm sorry, I just don't. And, you know, the blue team only had Jen and, and you know, Emily. So like, given what actually transpired, there's no way they absolutely could have won. It was just like, we are absolutely going to win. And I was so mad at Tori and Brad at that point because of what had shaken down. I was like, I was like looking at them. I was like, we're going to do this. And I was like, Tori, like, what do you mean you can't run? You, what do you mean you're tired? And I gave her like the meanest, I gave her the meanest Tori mom look that she's ever given to Brad or her kids back to her. I was just like, what do you, into this i was like <laughs> you sacrifice paula you sacrifice camilla you see you know what i mean like we like if you look at the red team we were stacked we should have been winning all of these challenges and <clears throat> everything worked out for like the most perfect situation because if you do think about it you know dunbar brad and myself are all six feet tall precisely we, we were all at that time like 185 195 you know and we had a girl and so just like when we went to that first like shooting thing, Brad was just like, I go, I'll go. You know, it was just, there was like zero issues of communication because after you've gone through the eliminations that I've gone through, I was like, there's no possible way I'm not winning this at this, like the cognitive dissonance in play. I've sacrificed so much. We are going to win this. And like, it's just, so I just bought this new TV um, for the Olympics. It's one of these like 80 inches just so I could see like figure skating better. And when I turn it on, they have these Samsung um, like channels. And there's a whole challenge channel and they had the cutthroat final on. And I was like, it was on the background. I was like, I can't, I forgot about this. It's funny how like things slip your mind. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I was like, fuck, like I forgot about all these like little like small parts to it. And I was just like, when Brad was like, when he was like, who's going to be shot at? I immediately raised my hand. I was like, I'm going to do this. And there was certain elements that like immediately I was like, this is what we're going to do. I was yelling. I didn't hear myself at the time, but I was screaming at Dunbar and Brad and Tori and they weren't saying anything because they were like, we can't. Yeah. (laughs) And CT or Derek Tyler did. So I'm not And Dunbar certainly couldn't. So they're like, all right, 
And like I set the pace and we had, we had such a good rhythm and I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm saying we worked as a unit. Yeah. No, you guys did. Yeah. And, and, And it's so crazy because we were, I was so paranoid about losing because of everything I just, we've talked about, um, that we, we were not aware of what was going on on the other end of the other teams with Abram and Sarah, like passing out. Yeah. I was just like, I, until I have that check in my hand, like, and I'm raising it with TJ, like we have not won and nothing is going to, I was like, we cannot pretend like we are, we've done anything but one. And I'm, it's still very a fresh memory in my head. And it's funny. It's, <laughs> I talked to Brad about this a couple of times on all stars too, because it's his only victory. <laughs> so shady I love that. <laughs> but i go i remember i was like i was talking to him i was just like remember like how because he was like i'm allergic to bees and there were all these bees flying around i was like dude we are almost at the end i do not want a gauntlet, gauntlet three situation under no circumstance oh god are we gonna drop down because you got stung by a bee and we have to carry you up a castle or like but little did I know that the other teams had already been disqualified had that been the metric at that point. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because Jen and Emily are fierce competitors. And they did, if you look at it, if they had had Derek, yep. let's yeah. say Derek in that elimination round, that final would have looked a lot different. Yes. I guarantee you the blue team would have won. Yeah, I think so too. I think, yeah, I think... Emily is just she's so good like I think there's it's ridiculous I think there's a reason why she's you know what one one final am I remembering that or she won she's two? won one final but she's every season she's she done, does she's amazing but she final. still ranks up there and that that's unheard of she's like five and oh in elimination and I will tell yeah. you when I saw her and I felt so bad because I love Emily her and I are very close um but when I saw her go against Emily I was just or Emily against Paula I was just like Oof. yeah that's oh, yeah because it's like i had literally just done it and you know in like that push pull when you're like i was like yeah i know my body weight versus Derek and like emily versus paula i was just like yeah yeah that was one of those where it was just like oh like you kind of just knew how it was gonna ha- end you know let's let, let the, let's just live like a, a fantasy here um you put emily in instead of jen with someone a little bit more patient um, someone a little bit more athletic, maybe a Carmaria or a Laurel. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't want it because technically when you get to that, it, they literally had to, I mean, me, Dunbar and Brad had to carry Tori and people don't understand. We had to carry them around for this like three and a half mile course. Yeah. So we ended up doing it. I mean, after Justin Booth took over, ended up, you, you do a marathon every final, at least at that yeah. point. From cutthroat on, it was a marathon. So, you know, I just feel like Jen maybe wasn't as supportive uh, and helpful as Emily was capable. So that's, you know, in a, in a different world, I think that cutthroat final could have gone a little different. But I'm obviously glad it went the way it went. So <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Oh, yeah your first win. And I got I to pull this up. This is not talked about often. There's a part where you have to memorize this puzzle. Mm-hmm. And when we it has directions of cities in like Poland and the and Slovakia and Czechia and whatnot, and when we got to it, there was one extra puzzle piece. Yeah, and, and Tor- you killed that part. I was going to bring that. Tori started crying. She was just like, 
I messed it up. I messed it. Because we had a rule of like, no talking, you know your directions. And I was like, no, Tori, you did not mess this up because this is a Russian preposition. And I know this for a fact. And had we messed this up, we'd have had to come back an hour and a half all the way back to go look at it and then come back an hour and a half back again. And production just looked and was just like, <laughs> they were just like gobsmacked. They were just oh, yeah. very upset. They were not expecting that. They were not. They were, they, were, they were like, I was like, but you did cast me on a show. Like, you know, I speak Russian. So right? I, was like, well, I was like, and that's when you see, like, we sat there for a solid, like 10 minutes, me, Dunbar, Brad and Tori being like, and I was like, you guys, I will bank my entire challenge on this. I, this is so fundamental. This is a fundamental like language thing. And they were like, Tyler, this better be. And so when it, they were like, you're good. And they don't show this in the final. The other teams did get it wrong. So they had to go all the way back. Oh. So we actually won that final by a good six and a half, seven hours. Wow. So it was like an, it really was like an hour, hour and a half from where the puzzle pieces yeah. were to where you guys had to read. That is, inc- that's, geez, that's insanely and it, long. And it's hard because like you tried to remember your pieces of the puzzle, but also being like, what are we, what direction are we supposed to go to or where are yeah. we going? Yeah. Keep your mind also, from wandering to like think exactly. about other shit, you know, like that would be me. I'd be like remembering my stuff. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, God, I'm so hungry. Like, what's <laughs> And then I'd forget what I was thinking about before. So you go against Derek and CT, there was like a single mind focus. And like, and that's true. You were in the zone. I was like that mean Russian coach in figure skating at the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) I was with Terry Tiparije. Like, I was her on that challenge for better, for worse. (laughs) For better. You obviously won, you know what I mean? So, yeah. all right. So you mentioned, you know, you, you speak Russian fluently. Um, I was taking a look at your Instagram when she brought up and I was I, just your intro alone. I was very impressed when the first thing I noticed was the um, bio. Yeah. In the bio was the Mongolian historian enthusiast. That is, is that accurate? I, I, I would assume so since you put it there yourself, but that's not something you see every day. Yeah. No, I mean, I worked in China from. <sighs> I mean, the first time I went was for the 2008 Olympics. I worked yeah. there. Um, and then I was back from 2011 through 2017. Um, so when you spend that much time in China, especially up in like Jiangjiakou, Beijing, that Northeastern air, like area, you become like very uh, integrated into like the his- history, if you will. I mean, you don't have to be, but like I was. Right. That's how I got like, I was just like, when you go to the Great Wall, you kind of wondered to yourself, what was it about these people that were living north of this area that these they were like, we have to build a wall. We will put any everything to like, I don't care about food, sex, pleasure, anything. We have to build a wall because these people are that awful. So what was it about these people north of the wall that we had to build the structure? I go, that's what that's what kind of like maybe interested in Mongolian history to begin with. And it's just kind of grown from there. So, yeah. Wow. When you see the Great Wall of China, that's why it was built. And that's why I tell my students, I'm just like, what is it? Can you think one thing that is that horrible that you would throw everything aside in your life 
to build a wall because you were that terrified of these people. Right. And, that, yeah. and they have such a rich history, um, such an incredible like mythology. I just love everything about it. Um, and, and we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't have modern day society had it not been for Genghis Khan and, you know, what had transpired, you know, during those wars and the Alkanates and all that and the Golden Horde and whatnot. So, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I'm glad I asked because I actually, I just recently started listening to, I purchased a, a subscription to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast. Yep. And he, he's got a whole section on the Wrath of Khans. And I about 40 minutes into the first episode right now. And it's, it's fairly interesting. What kind of got me interested was learning. I might get the numbers off, but I think it's like one in every five or six people in the world have a genetic. Yeah. Can lead their genetics back to Genghis Khan. I mean, it's, oh, wow. it's unreal. That's crazy. And Genghis Khan itself is, if I'm remembering correctly, isn't just one person. It was like almost like a name for the leader yeah. of the Mongol. Uh, so it's kind of like an ancient Greek or I mean, I'm sorry, in ancient Latin. It's like the word you've heard of like Kaiser Wilhelm, for instance. Yeah. It, and it, you hear of the Caesar of Rome. It wasn't Caesar. A C in Latin was K. So it'd be Caesar. So that's why you'd have a Tsar or a Kaiser or a Caesar. So it wasn't like a Caesar. It was Caesar, mm-hmm. you know. And so you have those, those like names. His name was Temujin. Yeah. It was what Angus was Temujin. So, and, and then you think about all these, all of the sons and how they've like affected so much in this world, so much of Russian history, uh, so much of, you know, Middle Eastern history, uh, but this is not a podcast about that. So I apologize. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no I don't, apologize. Don't apologize at all. Look, I could probably sit here and talk history with you all day. I, uh, I'm a, I'm avid avid fan but it's not <laughs> called the history fandom on po- podcast so let's get back to it um, <laughs> uh, so you know we've talked about cutthroat let's let's hop into rivals um going in i mean i think this season really kind of set the bar of every challenge after it um yeah. they tried to replicate it i mean even if you it, its fingerprint is still all over current day challenges well, well and i think that this season is very special to especially the fan base and a lot of the challengers, I think, um, that were on that season. I think that season is just very special for people because of, you know, certain things that happened in it. I mean, we got, you know, um, the the surprise with, first of all, first episode right out the gate, we got TJ in hosting right after his, yeah. um, you know, his accident and which you guys didn't even know if he was going to be there, you yeah. know, and then here he comes walking out. And I mean, it's still just like one of the most touching moments that's ever happened on on challenge history, in my opinion. Well, it, it's I'm glad you mentioned that because um, a lot of us. He's kind of OK. So like speaking of the Olympics, you know, when you're out there in an elimination round, there's no producers, there's no one. It's just you, your opponents and TJ. And while you're being there'll be some PAs around that you're like not allowed to talk to that are like rigging you or unrigging you. But like when you try your hardest and it's not enough, or when you try your hardest and it is enough and you have TJ there, it's kind of like your mom being like, you know, yeah. you're, you know, or your little league coach. That's what yeah. TJ is of us. He's kind of like, you can do better than this. Or you like, that was awesome. Great. Keep it up. You know? So TJ has that relationship with each and every one of us. And the more eliminations you go into or the more victories you have or the more challenges you go, you go on, the better that relationship kind of like is, if you will. And so I remember seeing that headline and Johnny had texted me about it and I saw it and I was just like, 
holy shit. Like, is he, you know, it's scary, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it was so crazy because we didn't know if he was still going to be the host. It was, it was very much a surprise to the cast. And I'm sure to the production too, at that point, they probably had a couple of backups just in case, but it was one of those things that was so inspiring to see him walk on to, you know, that, that stage. And you can be like, all right, well, this is, this is what's up. If you can do it. Yeah, so- exactly. Yeah. You can't really quit when TJ's out there right after that. <laughs> yeah. <We'll do>. <laughs> <laughs> Inevitably. Yeah. Um, yeah. When walking into that season, obviously you guys don't really know what the season is before you walk in and they announced that it was, well, so announced that you guys don't know, but when yeah. you go in and you find out it's rivals, um, did you know right away that was going to be bananas that you were going to be partnered with without them having to announce it? It's funny because if I had, I'm so, I want you guys to understand this. I am so out of touch with like the challenge world. Um, even after Cutthroat, I was like, well, I got lucky that there weren't, there weren't that many competitors. Like I was just kind of like selling myself short of like my victory. And when I was going to do the next one, I had heard rumors that it was going to be about rivals and Johnny and I were by no means still cool. Okay. (laughs) And I was, that was not a partnership. I thought given the other cast members, I thought, Oh great. I have a one way ticket to the final. (laughs) I was like, I mean, truthfully, if you look at like the other cast members, like Tyree and Davis, like theoretically are the same size, if not bigger than me and Johnny, Adam King and CT are the same size, if not bigger and faster than Johnny and I, like, I'm not fast. I'm diligent. I'm well thought out and I have endurance and Johnny is strategic. We are by no means, if you had like told me the cast, who would be the victors or who would be the top seeds. I did not. I was terrified. And so I didn't want to believe it because I was like, Johnny, we're going to have to be partners. Like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. And so I showed up and they said, you know, teacher says we're going to be doing rivals. I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I love, but like, I was like, we have to like do this. He's not, he's not a patient partner. He will like, I'm not one of those people that screams at someone. I'm a silent person. And that's how, like, I was coached in hockey. I was coached in swimming. I was coaching everything I've done in my life. I'm just a very quiet, silent person. Like, a look is all I need. And he's one of those people that, like, will scream and yell at you. And you're just like... And so, if I had been a more reactive person, like, let's say, other team members that we did see, it would have been different. But when I kind of figured out that that was going to be the premise for the challenge, I, I wouldn't say I was excited. Yeah. Uh, I also I think you're selling yourself a bit short too, Tyler. I mean, maybe it's 2020 hindsight looking back at rivals, but even going into it, and I know I've talked to Karina about this because she is more of an avid, like I'm gonna watch it as soon as it comes out. <laughs> you were considered, you know, one of the better guys there. You might not have been the shoe-in for the best, but you're no one to bat an eye at. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you're selling yourself short on that. And Look, bananas may not be the best in eliminations, but I think he's proven himself. When you, if you get him to a final, he's very difficult to beat. Him, him and I are literally. If you, I truly say, we'll say this. Him and I are the we are undefeatable in finals. If you put Johnny or I in a final together, we you can't beat us. And I have a specific like caveat to this via 
my friend Frank Sweeney, rivals too, who him and I are actually very good friends. Um, but he was like, yeah, we got seconds. And I asked you, because when they came back, so just a quick side note, Frank and I are very, very close friends and we did CrossFit together in West Hollywood. And I adopted him as like my little like brother when he moved to West Hollywood. <laughs> and um, when he was going to do Rivals and I was like, you're doing Rivals with Johnny? Like it was over Twitter beef. That's not a real rivalry. I was like, yeah. but, when he, but whatever, when he came back from it, I was just like, well, I'm glad you guys like got second because <laughs> we would have won. <laughs> <laughs> it was just you know, they didn't know it. That's why they didn't win is because they didn't know each other. And I think when, when it comes down to these finals and you look at the, the teams that win or lose it has to do with that ability to communicate. And yeah. I think still today, if you look at people like I'm shocked because I, you know, from all stars from rivals, I wasn't that aware of the community from the challenge. So I was like, a little annoyed that I like, they never casted me again, but it was just like, kind of like, whatever, like I'm going to move on with my life. And when I would see things and I would like, you know, like friends like Frank or like Zach or, you know, uh, John A and stuff, when they would go on these challenges, I'd just kind of like joke around. I'd be like, oh, how did that work out? And like the fact that like Leroy has been to so many finals and never won. But like yeah. Anissa, Anissa, I'm like, girl, like, come on. Like, <laughs> like I, I, got, I got four, I got four opportunities. I got yeah. four and I won two of them. Yep, and I wanted to get the best of the best, and then they were just, and it was like, and and then I'm just like, all right, now I'm like an old man, but no, you know, if you think about it, it was like when you're in your prime, kind of like laugh about it, but it's just like, how many, like, how many opportunities have you, some of you guys had, and you still can't win? It comes down to that communication and that trust between yep. the two people. Final, yeah, so, well, I- yeah. I mean, if you if you look at it, you know, if you look at like for the for the rival seasons, you know, rivals one, you and Johnny have had a long had had a long running issue at that point. You know, rivals two, CT and West win. They'd been beefing since the duel as well. They were and very, then, yeah, very. they were big rivals. And then rivals three, Johnny and Sarah, and they'd had they'd known each other for a long time and had a big. You know what I mean? So it's like. It's just like you said, like you have to, it, it, I think it does. Like when you know that person and you've had experience with experiences with them, you've gone through things with them, whether it's up, whether it's down, whatever it is, you know, that definitely contributes to being able to, you know, complete the task and win the, win the final. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Um, so if you like, let's say, let's take a look back. If you look at that rivals one season, I'm just, cause I'm, I'm, being honest about my interpretation when I saw the cast or when I arrived, if you saw that cast, who would your season like seeds be? Like if this were like Wimbledon, like your one, two, three, four, five. He's going to say CT off top. Um, well, no, for that season, because I honestly didn't think that CT and Adam were going to do that. I didn't that think they were. Because, well. because yeah, they're, yeah, because their, their rivalry was huge and what they had gone through from the dual two and, and gauntlet and Still. real world. And, yeah, exactly. I'm sure it is. As much as CT tried to say they were friends when they left rivals, I don't believe that. But um, and this is where I think again, you sold yourself short, you know, because to me, the the main three teams that I expected to see in the final were you and Johnny, 
Kenny and Wes and and CT and, and Adam, especially once the season got further and I saw how good CT and Adam were doing together. I was like, OK, they could actually do this. And if they made it to a final, they could win, you know. And uh, so those were the three right off the bat. But I mean, that that season was really stacked. Like there were a lot of good players. And like you said, you've gone against like all of the best players that are known to the challenge. It's like There was no room for error. No, was no- none. Well, the yeah. one, um, oh gosh, what was it? Um, I want to say it was, uh, who fell on him? Was It was when Leroy fell on Mike. When you guys had yeah. to jump and grab the, the bar thing. Yeah. Crazy. And he like comes up, like spitting up blood and stuff. Like, yeah, no room for error on those daily challenges. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I mean, personally looking at it. Based on even what we're talking about now, as far as communication, I would lean towards Wes and Kenny just because they'd known each other for so long and had such a long withstanding relationship. Secondly, would be you and Bananas at that point. And then probably she's probably right. Third would be CT and Adam just because of the long the relationship, you know, and knowing each other for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I think you and Bananas have a very interesting balance when you guys get around each other. It's 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 almost like uh Yin and yang. It's a, it's a very interesting way it works. We do. We do. That's very true. Like we're very, and even to this day, um, when we're around each other, uh, Johnny being, you know, seven time champion, we still have a very lovely, humble relationship with each other because we would not be where we are today without each other. Yeah. You know where I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We have threes that we can like, we can actually wrestle our laurels. <laughs> I hate to yeah. say that, but but I will say this. You know, I had not watched um, that elimination um, in Rivals with Adam and CT in literally a decade. Like, I just remember it doing it, and that was enough for me. I was like, great, awesome, did it. I don't done. need to see it. <laughs> like, it was cool. And then uh, I watched it recently before, like, I do this MTV, you know, sanctioned interview. And um, after All Stars, and I was just like, I can't believe the stakes, like this, like how big in yeah. that moment. Because he, I won, I won two. Like I literally retired from the challenge before CT ever won one. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, I literally won two back challenges before CT ever even won a challenge. West only won a challenge before yeah. I. Re- and I beat both of them. You know, it was just one of those weird things where none of these things came into play in my mind because I was just in that moment. Uh, but it's so funny because also Adam and I were, are very close. We're friends still. I love Adam King. And um, we're both idiots. We're the two people that literally screwed up that elimination. Like, mm-hmm. we should... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I went to Tufts and he went to Stanford. Like, how are the two smartest people on the show? <laughs> right exactly there was i I was more concerned i was more embarrassed about that um and also truthfully i mean i guess we can get to the elimination in a bit but like i don't even know if they would have allowed them to one given like disqualifications and whatnot because ct like johnny was waiting patiently at his ball and i was like ct literally he had finished his ball it's as if johnny had come down and like fucked with adam so yeah. CT came down after he finished to come mess with me. And regardless, even with CT helping Adam and those two take teaming me, I still beat them. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Those things where I was like, okay, well, even both of you against me, you know. And there's like I know there's a big rumor in the fandom that that Adam threw that challenge. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't think, I don't think it, it had. You don't. I think that CT fans like to say that because it makes them feel better about the fact that they lost and that CT wasn't, you know, or at least what was shown, he didn't, wasn't like, didn't flip out on Adam or whatever. And I don't know what he could have done more than he did to win that. Yeah. There's nothing. (laughs) I don't think there's anything more that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and, and it's, I'm actually glad that you brought the elimination up because I was just getting ready to ask you about it because watching like the intro um, leading up to the elimination, you know, you guys getting ready, getting set and all of that. um, And obviously things are edited, but comparing that to when you guys found out that you won and just the energy that was coming off of you and off of Johnny, when you were walking into that elimination, did you see you guys winning or did you kind of like feel like, Oh, we're done. I'm that's one of the best questions I've ever been asked in interviews. So thank you. Because when we were driving to that elimination, um, Johnny wouldn't speak to me. I was, he was mad at himself for the elimination. First of all, let's rewind a little bit. The fact that we were even in that elimination is wild. Yeah. Yeah. It was Paula who had the opportunity to make the decision. And she goes, I'm going to allow my beef with Johnny and I'm going to fuck over both of my Key West roommates because of Johnny. Not I'm gonna fuck over not just Johnny but Tyler and Johnny, and I was yep. like, okay, yeah. right. <laughs> if I can just rewind and let you know how awkward that dinner was after she made that vote because they made us have dinner silently right after that vote. Oh Me no! And she stared there at her, just was like, just. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and Evelyn was just sitting there like cackling, like drinking a diet. <laughs> Like, whatever. And I was just like, oh. And Johnny and I were both like, <laughs> and so <laughs> then, you know, we're all of a sudden in Argentina. We fly all the way down. It's like, it's like, oh, we, we can't lose. He wouldn't speak to me. He goes, just don't talk to me. I was like, this is again communication. And we were, he was expecting to lose. Yeah. And he knew this because of what had just happened prior season was Bananas Backpack, right? Right. Yeah. But I had a different perspective because I was like, yeah, Bananas Backpack, but Tyler versus CG. It's not Tyler Backpack. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, we do this. We've got this. It's manageable. I go, okay, if I'm the, okay, if you are the goat and CT is the goat, then what, a, then we look at our liabilities, me and Adam. Well, then we're going to, we're solid, you know? And so he, he, and I can't tell you this definitively, but he wouldn't, I remember I can picture it like so perfectly. I don't know if there's those things in your life that you can kind of remember collectively, but yep. I'm walking, walking up to it and just, it was silence. It was just silence. And I was like, I was like in a very calm place because I had a good experience versus CT the previous season and he had a very bad one. And I think that helped again, we talk about that, that team chemistry. Um, I kind of calmed him in that moment because I knew that this was not an insurmountable beast. Right. You know, this is yeah. something that we could eat. Yeah. And little did we know that they, they should have beaten us and by all. Like, they were, they were faster than us. 
there's still, I mean, in that, in that elimination, theoretically, they were better than us. And had I thought about it differently, like CT, I could have injured Adam just as well. Like, I'm not a small guy, no. but that's not like, I, I worry about my, I stay in my own lane, but my perspective was just like, let, let's do us, Johnny. And I think we can do this. And I think whoever won that, elim- we knew both teams. We both knew that whomever won that elimination was going to win the final. Yeah, I agree. I to 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 co-sign what you were just saying. I apologize for cutting you off there, Tyler. Yeah. I just um, it, whoever did win that elimination was winning that final. I I think Wes's Wes and Kenny's at each other's throat would have never worked in that final, no, no. matter what happens. No. Um, but I think one. I don't think it was bananas. CT and then you and Adam. I think it's you CT bananas. Oh. Adam, you give the edge to bananas at that point. But on paper, yes, you're right. The skill set that Adam and CT brought into that elimination, they should have won on paper. Yeah. They absolutely should have. With that being said, uh, I have to commend you for taking one of the hardest hits I've ever seen a man take and saving bananas life. Because if CT hits bananas alone, he's broken. It's he he won what that was his second or his third win at that point. I want to say that was his second, third one. That might have been his third one. It, well, he doesn't get any after that if it isn't for Tyler. <laughs> Tyler saved his fucking that life. Is, that is definitely true. I will say it's funny. I, I credit my I, I told my older brother this because my older brother like played like, like major league hockey. He's a big he's a my brother's like six four. 250 pounds he's a big boy oh and so yeah he he beat on me as a kid so like i was like ct is nothing compared to my older brother yeah like, when i see ct walking i'm like okay whatever like i know i have when i get home <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> i was like all right whatever so it's like i've been pummeled so many times and actually that that elimination was on uh sports center it was on like one of those like big top 10 hits or whatever and so that my dad was the, that was the first time he beat my father became aware of the challenge because he saw it on ESPN. Oh my <laughs> so god! Going on these shows, so I was like, "Yes, Dad, yeah, yeah, that's it right there." <laughs> um, you're like you're about the same size as CT, right? As far as height and weight, relatively taller than me. I would say he's got a, he's got two inches on me at least. Okay, because I thought he was about six foot, so I thought he was right around that height, but I yeah. guess. Oh, he's a good, he's like 6'2", I would say. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. okay. But you know what? I don't know. Like, you're, he, he, he's bigger. It's he's, So I'm like about two inches taller than Bananas, like mm-hmm. one and a half. And I would say he's like similar. But like CT, just his stature is so much that like he becomes almost mythical at that point. He, he until, looks like a fullback. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I am two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The big joke on the challenge is that, like, like I'm built like a rugby player, but I think I'm a figure skier, and so <laughs> you, you, you can be very light on your feet. I've seen it. Yes, I'm very light in the loafers. <laughs> <laughs> As my family's told me many a time. <laughs> so yeah, you mentioned this, and I'm going to kind of skip over this because uh, the final portion of the rivals, and we can get back to this, but. I found this really interesting is the fact that you won typically the MTV and the challenge does this to their women champions, but you won two challenges back to back. And then you never, you did you get a callback or you just never got casted? No, no callbacks, nothing. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's the most frustrating thing. 
It's so weird. It's it was so weird to me. It was they on to kind of correct that, I guess, um, on free agents, I was scheduled to be there and they called me the day of, and I was, my partner was getting ready to drop me off at the, and mind you, he's a very, very successful entrepreneur. He invented Taolai club. Like he did this, this was so beyond him. He was just like, this is so ridiculous. He's from Germany. He's like, why do you do these TV shows? And I was like, whatever this, like what I want to do this. It'll be fun. And the vice president of Bina Murray called me up and was like, yeah, there's been a casting shift. So we're not going to take you. And I was like, what? And I was like, I'm like literally packed on the way to the airport. And it, can you imagine winning the last two challenges? And then, and I had like taken time off work. I had to explain to my boss. I had like the, the amounts of like gymnastics I had to do with my professional life and my personal life, I was so upset and I didn't like freak out. I was just like, I was very, you know, like Midwestern, very nice. I was like, I, I have to just accept this. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, so, and I, I never heard, I did not hear from them again for 11 years. All right. First of all, I'm very upset with them because they robbed us of probably the greatest cast since the duel. If you go on free agents. Oh yeah. Okay. And so, I never, so that cut to that. I've never watched free agents because I was so furious about what happened. Yeah. And it's funny is that subsequently I became friends with Jordan, Frank Sweeney, Ashley, and Zach Nick. But naturally, just because they joined my CrossFit gym. So like I was, I, me and Jordan are still very, very close friends. You know, it's so cool. And it's because so, I know them from real life. Right. So like Jordan, comes over to my house for like dinner on Sunday and he would like show off his girlfriend to like get me and my partner's approval or not of his new girl. So it's like, I have such a weird different relationship with all of these cast members than like the viewers. So it's so weird to now look back and see when I, so I, cause we don't talk about challenge stuff cause we talk about real life stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, you're friends. Yeah. Why talk about your work? Well, exactly. And also it's like we were in like Jordan and I specifically were in Barbell Club. So like Jordan to me is such an icon because he's has one hand like technically and for him to be doing like snatches, power cleans, um, so heavy. And like Barbell Club, Brick is a very famous like CrossFit club in West Hollywood. To be doing that much weight with one hand is unimaginable. Like the and, guy is ridiculous. Okay. Oh, he's, he's, like, I just don't know where he came from. I do, yeah, but he's, so, yeah. So lovely. I know, I, I, you know, I've gotten some, like, clap back from people because I am a fan of Jordan. But it's like, you guys don't understand, like, I only know Jordan from my real life. I only know that he's been there for me in my breakups, my makeups, like, when I need a friend, when I want to hang out, when I just want to chill. He's been an awesome ally. And he's been, like, a cool guy. So it's sometimes viewers need to kind of detach themselves and understand that people randomly in life become friends. And it's like, I didn't even know about what happened on free agents with Jordan and bananas until years later, because I had a birthday party and I was like, they both came and I was like drama. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, I don't know if Jordan feels this way, but I know bananas looks at him. as like, it's a no, 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 it's a no, it's a no, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't like watch the challenges, you know? Right. So it's like, 
I didn't see that whole scene. And then I look back and I watch and I was just like, you know, I was just like, that takes balls. It was, oh my God. Dude, it was so epic. Oh my God. It's so epic. And I, but yeah, go ahead. 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 No, 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 no. You go, you go, you go. Well, it's just when you get people, those, those big of egos around each other, it's so exciting. But also, I'm attracted to people. And, and I'm not like sexually, but like I'm just attracted to be around people that are very confident and fun loving and confident. I don't know. I just like I like being around like strong personalities and people yeah. that are. Pers- so sometimes those people aren't going to connect. So, yeah, <laughs> no, I, it makes sense. I mean, because like you yourself have a really strong personality, like, you know who you are um, and you know what you want to do and you're going to do it. You know what I mean? And so it makes sense that you would want people like that to be around you, you know, and, and kind of going back to the, the Jordan and bananas thing. It's, it's funny. And I, I really, I love their rivalry. I think it's just, it's very, it's, ah, and that moment was epic. And I think that it's really like looking at that moment and then looking at the fact that, you know, forget, forgetting about CT and stuff like Jordan is another one that really challenges that greatest of all time title that bananas has. Because if you look at Jordan's stats, it it's they're ridiculous especially when you again factor in the fact that he only has one fucking hand and that is impressive like one of the most i'm sorry um one of the most and i you you may not have seen this um but one of the most impressive things i think i've ever seen on the challenge in an elimination is one that jordan did against josh martinez what was what season was that do you remember where they did the rope Uh, the tug of war with the the worlds too War of the Worlds too. It is one of Work. the most incredibly like impressive eliminations I've ever seen because this man does a tug of war with a guy like twice his size and beats him with one fucking hand. It's just I love that you guys are friends. That makes me so happy inside. I love I love Jordan. I love Jordan. I don't care what anybody says. I love him. I love when he's an asshole. I love when he's sweet. I love it all. I love Jordan and I love bananas. And I, I think yeah. both can work at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. And look, just kind of going back to what you're saying, the fact that the man's doing power cleans of huge weight, let alone the fact just doing a power clean, which how the hell do you do without two hands? Right. We're talking, and this will be, a, this, a, this is like, again, this is all off camera. There's no one famous, no important. Jordan yeah. has no one to prove anything to we were naturally introduced to each other. I was like, Hey dude, like, can like, can I borrow your chalk? He's like, yeah, totally. I was like, Hey, how, you only have like one hand. Like, how do you fucking do this? I didn't yeah. know he was on the real world. Oh, funny. I didn't even know who he was and we were friends. And then it came to light. Everyone's like, Oh, is this like a real world club? And I was like, what? And they're like, I was like, I'm the real world. He's like, yeah, I was in the real Portland. I was like, what's that? Like, I was so, <laughs> I was so disconnected. But it was so awesome because we were just naturally cool friends. And like, we were already hanging out. And like, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, Jordan, is this like a, like, should I date this guy? Or like, he was after a breakup or whatever. He was just like, he, like, I cannot preach enough the gospel of Jordan. He's a really, really great guy. Such a great ally. Um, and he just, I still don't understand how he's able to do what he's done in the challenges. Because subsequently, I've looked back at his performances and I'm just like, like I would do that in, in like our barbell club. I'd be like, how are you able to snatch or clean this much weight? Like, I, I, I just have zero excuses for myself in comparison to that. So I don't know. I, sometimes I wonder 
and this is like, I wonder if I, you know, if I were a straight man, if I were able to be as communicative and like peaceful with like a CT or a Jordan or bananas, because I am very alpha, but I'm also like a gay alpha. But at the same time, me and Frank, for instance, are very friendly. Like we're right. good friends. So like, like I, he's the one person that me and Frank Sweeney wanted to do a challenge together so badly because we were going to like, we're going to fucking run this. It'll be gay mafia. Oh. Yeah. Kill this. And they just never, I, I, I mean, maybe in my mind, I think that like they passed the baton off from me to Frank because he started doing well. But then he just, he quit too. And so it was just like, I don't know. So. Well, and I know we're kind of bouncing back and forth, but real quick, just back on Jordan. Uh, we've talked to a couple of his castmates from Real World and, you know, there was some controversy that happened in that season. Mm-hmm. And speaking to his castmates like Marlon, who have nothing but the best things to say about him, it shows that maybe it was more a lack in judgment than who he really is uh, at that time. Or if it was, he's made education, education and, and got on the right path. And I think that's, all you can ask of someone. And I, I, I'm a big fan of Jordan as well. Well, and that's another thing. It's like, sometimes it's like, you're unaware of what has, I, I was not aware of what you're speaking of until the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, I was not, I was, it's hard to know someone for almost a decade and be unaware of a certain thing that happened in their past. And it's like, I can't judge the entirety of my experience with you as a person based on one incident. Because all I've known, I've, you know, he's around people, you know, I think we all are on the same level of what we're talking about. Yes. Of people, you know, like African-Americans or people of color, like he's very like friendly with the queer community, with people of color. Like he's only been open and communicative and awesome and dated. And so that's why it was so weird for me to like hear about all this because it's like, oh, well, this is, you know, counterintuitive to my experience. But I also like was able to talk to you know him about this, and I did have a conversation with him, and I, I was point, very pointed, and I asked him, "I would go, I need clarification of what what occurred," and he gave me a, a great explanation, and so did the other people involved with it. I was able to talk to them as well, and everyone's on the same page. And it's, it's and maybe it was I don't know Jordan like you know Jordan. Coming from, I know he went from Oklahoma to the real world, and and that can be a culture shock getting introduced to all of that, you know, and yeah. and so there, it, it's a steep learning curve at, at the beginning. Well, and and not only that, but I I'm a firm believer that you know when people like when you guys go on these TV shows, like you know, obviously like it's reality TV, but like you guys are like for the most part, especially in the beginning, you're like you're very well aware that there are like cameras watching you and pointed at your face, and that you, people are going to be watching you on TV. And I think for Jordan, um, especially after seeing the situation on, I believe it was Dirty 30, um, the issue that he had with Jemmy, uh, where he made that insensitive joke. Um, I think sometimes that so he had he had they were all um, I'll just give you a quick kind of synopsis synopsis. They were all on the bus on the way back from like a night out at the bar Um, and they were all like uh, doing rap songs like rap lyrics rap battles rap battles pretty much you know a couple of lines and whatever and he had made a joke to jemmy that she had a down syndrome face and i but at the same time like jordan is disabled you know what i mean like he is so i don't think that he has like anything 
I think that Jordan is one of those people that just says dumb shit and doesn't think about it all the way. And then afterward, it's just like, what did you just do, bro? But he doesn't meet like he's not. I don't believe he's racist. I don't believe he's homophobic. I don't believe that he hates people with disability. Like, I don't think those things, you know. And so I think that, again, Jordan is one of those that I don't want to say he's showboaty, but like he's very well aware that he's being watched. He's so showboaty. Okay, so I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He's showboaty. Yeah. Yeah. But so, with that being said, this is the reddest I've seen Tyler through this whole interview right now. Is <laughs> when we told him about the situation with Jemmy. Oh, my I'm God. glad we could break the news for you. I'm sorry you had to hear it from us, right? but yeah, it, it was. They have since made up, from what I know, though. So, um, they um had a, I don't know. I don't know either. It's so such a weird back and forth thing because, according to her, they're friends and they talk all the time, and he tells her secrets, and they're they're cool, and then. He comes so out and guys, can you explain this? Because I know personally, as someone that's friends with both, like I'm obviously much more closer friends with like Jordan. Um, I don't understand the whole Jemmy. Why is Jemmy always commenting on him and Tori? What's the what's what like? Why is she, like the like the I'm, like the diplomat? I'm I'm <laughs> I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna let Rick take this one because um I'm you feel a certain type of way I I feel I feel some type of way about Jemmy and I won't say nice things so I'm gonna let Rick take this one I would say Tyler in a in a very shortened shortened version um it keeps her um influence in the oh. show up well I, I hate using that term but yes it, it keeps it going um she's not the strongest of physical competitors like she's more known for like a social gameplay um and this keeps her more interactive in the off season because she can talk about somebody else in my personal opinion i think it's she is one of the funniest people i've ever fucking met she is me too like if that's the case i just wish like she i wish she knew that how fucking funny she is like she will say stuff sometimes in real life and like in real time that will just like throw me off my mark that i'll just be like what <laughs> because she, but like she's very it's a it's a terse sense of humor we'll put it that way it's mm-hmm. a very terse sense of humor yeah and that if you don't understand her or understand where she's coming from it can be very difficult and i there's a personal thing and that's why i do want to like bring light to this is that um i was very close with chris knight um we were good friends um he, he you know he's from wisconsin originally in minnesota North Dakota. And it was, um, he would stay with me in LA after he did do like, uh, like MTV gigs. I was, I became friends with him through Zach and through Frank Sweeney and whatnot. And so when he passed, it was, it was tough. It was, it was one of the toughest losses I've had as an adult because we were friends. And I don't know, like if he was necessary, I've looked back a little bit. Um, to see how he was kind of portrayed on TV and maybe it wasn't necessarily the best at times, but he was a really good person. Um, and he was so raw and open hearted and kind. And I had the opportunity to talk to Jimmy about uh, his passing, which was important to me because I know of their relationship was very close. And so it's very, it's again, it's one of those things where I have a weird bridging gap between different rivalries. Um, whereas I feel very connected to Jemmy 
through our connection with Chris Knight. Right. And I think telling Chris Knight's story is important because he was a really good person. And I want the world to know that he was a really good person. Um, and I know they, they shared a very special bond and it's, it hurts me to think about, uh, whatever, you know, let's keep this in the light, but it, it's a shame. It really does kill me. Uh, I think that's the worst thing to say. It's, it, it, it really sucks to have to have said goodbye the way that we did to him. And so I have a very, I have a very weird relationship with different people, but specifically Jemmy for that reason. And so she helped me kind of find a way to make sense of that loss, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, she, I listen, she's a mouthy, she knows it, you know, and I <laughs> yeah. think yeah. he's, She's listening. Sometimes I'm just like, I it it takes a lot to make me go red or drop a job. And she she'll do that. I don't want to put it out there as like she was like telling stuff that like nobody knew, but she just kind of she set up as like spilling the tea. Come on my Patreon and listen. Well, I see doing though. Like, but that's that I know her from that because like I'll scroll through my IG and like I'll be like, I don't really know you that well. That you know that well. You know at this point or whatever, and I'll just be like girl is that like for you to talk about like i can't imagine talking about i don't know like johnny yeah. and his ex exactly yeah. relationship like like a, a live video about that would be so inappropriate at least that's for me. where my reservations with jemmy come from i don't necessarily like like i mean i talk a lot of crap i sit here and i sit on my couch and i eat candy and popcorn and i watch you guys do shit on tv that i could never do in a million years you know what i mean so but I, I respect her position in the show and stuff, but it's it's just the um, she's she's very she's very much about like drama and conflict and stuff like that. And those are things that I very much shy away from. So, like, I don't know how to handle her. And I think that's my biggest thing with her is I don't know how to handle somebody like that. So I just I'm like, OK, we're done. <laughs> I'm going to put this into challenge speak for you. I'm going to put you into challenge. What you're telling me is that if you were in a challenge with her, you would say you would be cautious to yes. be in an alliance with her. <laughs> <laughs> Means I don't trust the bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yes. The best cautious I can throw her. Yeah. Alliance. Cautious to be in an alliance. Right. So, but, but I mean, that is, but here's the thing. And what you just said, I think might be fun for a lot of your listeners to understand is that when you're in these like challenge, like houses and whatnot, or like, going through these experiences it's about reading people and seeing how much can i trust this person will will they have my back or do they have to have my back so like rivals is interesting because this is why i love rivals the whole concept they have to have your back no matter what because they go home too otherwise it's like what well what is my relationship to you because you saw what like i said about paula with me and johnny she was like i'm willing to let my vengeance over johnny Right. Yeah. Like I hate mates. Johnny more than I love Tyler kind of thing. And it, yeah. yeah, that's, and that's, thank you for putting, now we say it. I said it. <laughs> and if we have a homecoming, season, I will tell you that too, Paula. You guys are going to get a homecoming season. Oh yeah. You guys better get a, you better get a homecoming That's still season. one. <laughs> I mean, it's still long ago, but I'm just like, you forget about those moments. Um, but it's hearing fans or like hearing people I do interviews with and whatnot, talk about things. I'm just like, 
imagine how we feel. Like we're not impervious to these like indiscretions or just being like, I don't even know how to deal with this. Like, cause I mean, like I said, with like Zach or I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Derek or like CT is like, I come from such a different, I'm like planet nine. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of like that fabled planet Nibiru, mm-hmm. like that comes into orbit and like Derek, all these straight guys are like Venus and like Mars. And this is like, all right, like we watch football. We know what like the Super Bowl is. We watch, you know, Major League Baseball. And then Tyler comes in and is like, Oksana <laughs> Bayou, Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. <laughs> but like also like he might take me out of the game so we have to be careful <laughs> you know? yeah you, you never know you never know right? like, we don't know what kind of orbit he's in so uh, it, i think uh one thing i wanted to mention before we get too far and i completely space it if you get a chance i don't know if you have paramount plus or or whatever you have access to watch it go back watch war of the worlds 2 if you want to see like one of the greatest performances jordan puts on it is oh, absolutely that phenomenal that elimination is insane it's not only that, but the, the, whole the political play he does, because he's basically got everyone in the American side against him. And that includes Car Maria, all of them. Someone sent me like a fan on Instagram, like sent me a clip, like something happens where he like betrays a whole team or something. Yeah. Yes. And I know that's but like I just saw a whole like team just be like their jaws dropping. And I was like, I love the drama of this. <laughs> that season is amazing for the drama. He, amazing. For he the pisses drama. off a guy who does MMA fighting, probably could have ripped his head off. Who yeah. knows? You know? Yeah. Oh, first and foremost, guys, can I tell you just a quick side note? Do not fuck with Darrell. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I've never met more cool and like calm and collective and like awesome, but I was like, underneath that calmness, I'm just like, I will not fuck with this person. No. Like, if you're talking about like a fighter or like a golden glove, I was like, the most dangerous person, like in a challenge, like is Darrell. He's yes. the one person not want to like fuck CT. Darrell is the person you need to be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> did, so, did you see what he did to Brad? Yes. Oh, on the ruins. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the the crazy part was is that was all of about two seconds of punching that did that to Brad. Well, and he wasn't even that mad. That hence my point, and that's Darrell. Like Darrell, people don't understand how. I, I think that people underestimate how good he is because it's more, not like it's like he's like a badass manipulator. It's just like he is scary. Mm-hmm. Like if you have to go against him, it's like he is just like he has gotten to where he is because he's just smart. He's scrappy. He thinks like minute to minute, moment to moment. Yeah. And that's what's great about him, you know? Yeah. Um, I grab a diet, Dr. Pepper. Do you mind? No, go not at all. Go for it. I was like, dang, a soda actually sounds really good. I got to grab one. Oh, it's so refreshing. It is. <laughs> I put the vodka. <laughs> okay, so if you want to treat, do you like whiskey at all? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say. I'm, I'll never say the little note of blues. It's like, I can only handle that if I want to get down and dirty. If I'm partying with MJ, I'll drink whiskey. Okay. That way. <laughs> well, next time you go out with MJ, order, uh, it's called Screwball Whiskey, and it's like a peanut butter flavored whiskey. It is is the weirdest thing ever, but good. I put it in a frosty one time and it was actually really good. It was like a dessert. I'm going to get fucked up drink. What kind of frosty? Oh, chocolate. Oh, okay. I was like, that makes, I'm thinking of like a, an icy from like 7-Eleven or something. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm sorry. Uh, kind of like a chocolate soft serve. Yeah. Frosty. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, we're, we're from the West Coast. I, f- I forget that sometimes like fast food places are regional and not nationwide. So yeah. Well, no, I'm just gay and I don't eat fast food. 
Fair, fair. I'm I'm straight and I eat too much. Yeah, so. we're gonna say we eat too much, so it's all good. I'm just because you guys have to understand that I live like I still have a house in West Hollywood, but I've been there for 12, 12 and a half years. And I'm back and forth between North Dakota and West Hollywood now. So I understand regional like food things. So I know like Del Taco and all their all that shit, but most like like frosty like references like when you live in West Hollywood, it's just like there's no fast food there. Yeah, See, I bet. I couldn't. I couldn't go it like some about being in LA and getting like carne asada fries. I couldn't say no to it. <laughs> I'm so. Well, that, I mean, I get it. I mean, listen, Taco Bell is my weakness, so I'll admit that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, like I was saying earlier, if you get a chance, War of the Worlds 2, if you want to see Jordan do some really good gameplay and what makes me consider him like, he could be a GOAT. He could be, he could. Well, here's what's interesting is that, and maybe I'm getting ahead of this conversation, but it's been interesting because the challenge after I left it before I went on All Stars changed so dramatically. It's not even, it's not the challenge. So out knowing what I know now, having done all sorts too, um, I have actually kind of become friends with people from Big Brother and like getting to know them because they know my friends. It's like, you know, like a friend of a friend. Or like they'll like people like certain things that you like. And I'm like, oh, you're fucking funny. Like we like the same things, you know? And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I feel like people like myself or like Johnny or whomever, like challengers should simultaneously be able to do survivor or big brother. Yes. It, like it's way. I think it should be like a, like an open slate. Like we should be able to transition into each other's territories. Okay. So real quick, since you bring this up and, and I don't know if I'm even allowed to ask this or you're, but is that not allowed? Are you guys not allowed to go to like big brother survivor or truth i i don't know i don't know okay okay i didn't know if that was like a rule or anything because i've wondered that like why is mtv pulling from cbs shows but cbs shows are not pulling in reverse from mtv because there are certain challengers i would love to see like on big brother on survivor on amazing race uh, you know what i mean like, i would too i i can t- i can give you a list of them in fact like same, I, same. Yeah, yeah we yeah. we talked about it last night in fact we recorded yeah. a round table so, yeah, and did we, everything we about actually, it we actually have two different segments to our podcast we have this one where we interview you guys and then we have another one where we do a round table where we have a team that helps us run the po- podcast and we all get together saturday nights and we call it like our trash talk round yeah, table yeah. and yeah and we just sit we drink and we just talk shit about the challenge and give our opinions and whatever and that was we actually talked about that last night we'll be releasing it soon as who we'd like to see, you know, go the other direction. This is an exclusive. I'm going to tell you right now, I am going to put my, my hat in the ring and like the ring for big brother. Cause I was like, why, why the fuck not? Yes. I was I just going to say, yes. it would be awesome at big brother. And, and if not, like I'll go to survivor and go on a diet. Like, like, <laughs> like I'll lose a bunch of weight. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, It'll be fun. It's like, if you guys get to go on our shows, I want to try your shows out. Yeah. I honestly, like our personalities, it's like, you already know that we're going to bring it. Yeah. It's funny because we usually always have the conversation of who are they going to pull for the challenge, right? Because we look at it as a challenge as the most um, physically demanding show there is out of the 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 reality competition. For the reality competitions. But occasionally we have that conversation of who from the challenge would be really good on these shows. 
And I honestly thought uh, Bananas was going to do Celebrity Big Brother this year. I, it, 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 he called me about something and I thought it was about that mm-hmm. because I had to do, um, I don't know if you guys saw the clip, um, CBS called me and a couple other people to do little like advi- advisory videos for like how to be a good roommate with Celebrity Big Brother. And I thought it was back ending on Bananas being on and he wasn't. Uh-huh. But also, I was just like, well, like, whatever, like, I'll do it. Like, fuck them. Like, I'm not a celebrity, but like, you know, it's just like, I want to do regular Big Brother. You yeah. know, like, I'll like, oh, yeah. play with, I'll like play to win. And I have learned so much from being on the challenge. I think it'd be fun for, because it's not fair if you look at this. There's a huge, I think there's a structural argument given the release of what's happening and not to jump out of. No, you're yeah. good. Turn. I think there's a structural kind of concern about it's like well is that what it what consists of the challenge anymore yeah because it started with mtv like the real world and i'm just going to tell you honestly this did very much exist there's a hierarchy it goes real world then it goes road rules mm-hmm. then it goes fresh meats and then yep. it goes exactly and it's interesting because on subsequent challenges and no offense to your arguments about CT. However, <laughs> when you only have two people, Wes and CT from a, a, an original like MTV series of like road rules, let alone real world on a challenge, does that still constitute a challenge win versus a challenge win like me and Johnny versus Wes, you know, like CT, Adam, Ken, all that jazz. Right. So you start those metrics. And this is why I, I might, where I hear the arguments and I respect both competitors, my metric tilts towards Bananas is because of the fact that Bananas competed against more of the actual like hardcore real competitors. Whereas you have these like juiced up people that are literally being plucked out of obscurity or like the last two seasons that CT's won, they were rookies. It was... It was would have marched over those kids. Yeah. And just I, let him walk to the final both times is ridiculous. And I was going to say this earlier. You said you made a comment. And you're like, well, now I'm just old. Well, no, because you're younger than CT. And I have a <laughs> feeling that you could go on these last two flagship seasons and done just as well. Destroyed them. When I look at what they actually have to do on these challenges, it was less than what we had to do on All Stars 2. We have to do physical and mental things. And these kids can't even do the physical shit. Like watching that, I'm just like, uh, however, the, the time I, and I can say this, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the time you spend on a challenge is, you know, like eight weeks or nine weeks. And that's yeah. something that older people just cannot, like I was able to do all sorts of, it was during summer and I wasn't teaching summer school. I was like, I would gladly do a challenge instead of teaching summer school, you know, <laughs> but this is yeah. a no brainer. Of course. Um, but, you know, not to take away from CT's two victories. However, if you look at if you look at my victories, for instance, who did I beat to win? Versus did CT even go into an elimination round? No. Uh, last season nope. he did. This one not. Yeah. I don't. And, and John, Johnny Bananas will be the first person to say he has never won a challenge without going into an elimination round. Mm-hmm. That's true. So he says, what, what's the what's the prize of winning? If you have not gone to an elimination. Yeah. And that's understandable. I think my only argument for that is that I think it's also like a, a, for me and 
I feel really even weird having this discussion with you because I've never actually played the games. <laughs> but um, let's talk. <laughs> but I, I think that it's a, another very integral part of the game is social. You know what I mean? And so I think that if you're um, whether it's by intimidation or alliance or whatever the situation might be, if you're able to escape elimination and make it I to agree. a final, I also think that's very um, impressive. You know what I mean? To be able to run the social game that way. So, and I think that again, you know, I, I know that I sit in the minority when I um, choose CT over bananas, but even then for me, it's like a one, a one B kind of thing. And there have even been days where I've said that bananas is better. It's, it's literally been within the last couple of seasons that I've watched the progress that like I've gone back and I've watched all the progress that CT has gone through and I've started really analyzing things and I'm like, okay, um, you know, and that's just kind of where I sit. But I do think that the, the, the fact that he's been able to hold on to whatever this intimidation factor is that he has over even cast that wasn't even on when he was actually intimidating back in the day, right? Like when he went against you or when he did bananas backpack stuff, like people to this day are still intimidated by those things. And to me, that's impressive. Because they're from Survivor Romania. <laughs> I, like what, what the fuck? Like who are these people? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. I'm, I'm like I, I have to erupt right now. I'm just like, of course it's easy. There's no other old people there with them. Yeah, you know, there's no, there's. I wasn't invited back. Like Jordan's not invited back. You know, they they bring Anissa back. Anissa, like it's like it's like bringing like Trishel back as like a competitor. Like what does she mean? Uh, you know, it's just like let's bring like real competitors back. I I agree. I, and, that, and I, but I to that point, I, that's why I think that All Stars has done so well in its own lane. Oh yeah, because the regular challenge flagship shows become so ridiculous because they're pulling people out of literal obscurity. Literally, we're talking Survivor Romania. I didn't even know that. It's, it's like, okay, are we gonna pull a contestant from American Idol Bosnia? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> what are, what are, what are the, like, what are the, what are the necessities to being on the challenge? So it just became like, when you were in like the real world or a real or road rules, it was so like, you had to be athletic or like have mm -hmm. to have some game and some capital, some currency, if you will, to get on the show. Now they just kind of like throw it around. So yeah. Social media influence. It's kind of it's like a slutty cheerleader, you know. For me, the one the ones that really get me are the ones who come on from like dating shows, and I'm like, why are we pulling from fucking dating shows? I I I can't with this. But we do we do get some you know good players. I mean, you know we we got Tori Deal out of Are You the One, and not to say she's like a top top tier player, but she is a really good competitor. She is a, in the community. She's a top. Yeah, we got Cam. You know what I mean? Leroy's um, Leroy's girl, Cam. We got her yeah. from, I think she was also Are You The One. Am I correct? Yes, Cam was Are yeah. You The One. So, you know, so we have Nelson. gotten a, Nelson. You know, we have gotten a few good competitors from. Here, I'm going to interrupt a little bit on this. I think the differentiating factor, though, is on the earlier seasons when you brought in Road Rules Real World. Mm -hmm. It was a higher number of cast members that had really great potential and carryover. Yep. Where even in Fresh Meat, because look, like in Fresh Meat 2, you get. Cara Maria, you get Laurel, you get Brandon, you get, I mean, you, you get a, so many. You Nor, get, well, he, Nor never came back, but he was awesome. I know. What, what happens to Nor? Yeah. yeah. It, it, but where with, like, it feels like once those shows phased out and they started pulling from, like, Are You the One in Big Brother? It's like, all right. So instead of 
three out of every five people being really good. We're getting one to two out of every five people being really good. Yeah. And, 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 and again, not again, not to take anything away from CT's victories, but it's also it's like, well, yeah, like if I walked onto set and I was just like, here's my CV, you know, like and I walked in with a big chest and was like my size. And everybody like, what the fuck is up? You guys are all rookies. Like, what are you going to do about it? His accent alone is enough to scare like most housewives away. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like there's someone that I've been literally harnessed against this man multiple times in my life. It's like, I'm not afraid of him. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. These like when you bring like survivor Bulgaria or survivor Kazakhstan, it's like, oh, yeah, that's an easy victory. So that's why, like, for me personally, I do. That's why, like, I'm not taking anything away because he did still win the final. Right. Oh, yeah. But it's they pull for these dating shows. It's like if you're going on a dating show, it's just like, you know, like, are you the one like Devin? I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> and like Wes says I would love him and I'm sure I will love Devin if He's I ever meet him. Awesome. I mean, you probably would. I'm sure I I'll love him, but I'm I just like. Him. He talks so much shit for someone that has not accomplished anything. He honestly reminds me of like a younger version of Wes without the like all the physical abilities that Wes had when he was younger. But like personality, ego, um, how much shit he talks, how much he stirs the pot. Confidence. Yes, he's a <laughs> he's a younger Wes without as much. And, and I say that with like. Everybody who listened to this podcast knows like Devin's one of my favorites, just personality wise. He's freaking hilarious. He's so fun to watch um, and he has great confessionals, but definitely not one of the the top tier. Top tier. (laughs) So I would like to be a friend, I'm sure. But like, I don't know. I find him like it's so he's so taxing to watch him on the show. I'm like, you have done nothing to prove this confidence. But that's also why I understand why him and the West are such good friends. Right. But also, like, I love that confidence. I'm sure I would probably, like, put up with, like, I don't not put up with Wes. I just beat Wes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You would beat Devin. You would beat, you would smoke Devin. I would just be like, all right, cool, Devin. See, Bye. And, and, that's, and that's my thing with CT, too, is, like, as much as I'm, like, a big CT fan, and I've, I've said this a thousand times on the podcast, and I'll say it a thousand times again. I want them to bring people back who are not afraid of CT. I want to see him called yeah. into yeah. elimination. I want to see if he's still capable of being the beast that he was back then that people still think he is. Like, I want to see if he can do it. And, and if not, then like, I'd love to see somebody come in and challenge him and I'd be fine seeing him, you know, go home. Like I'm I'm telling you when between rivals and all stars two, that's 11 years of playing the game of not knowing anyone involved. Mm -hmm. You know how difficult that is. It's literally started. It was like my first challenge over again. And, and I got maybe like two and a half weeks notice. Wow. So like that was, it was like, all right, great. So like Brad, Darrell, like all these people on all sorts too, they've been training for 10 years the way I have not been. I've been on business trips to China. <laughs> I've been teaching, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm a, I'm an, I have an office body. I've not been, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah. building really. So you have to really look at the, the playing fields. And so you look at these things and it's like, but at the, at, on that token, I will say to your point about CT is I respect how humble he still is Yeah, because he's, well, he's smart enough to rely on his intimidation factor and he should because he's earned it. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go against both of you guys on this, um, on, on, on the go I argument. <laughs> but um, what I wanted to say. Uh, you're Hold up. Did You're going to go against both of us. So you're going against bananas. I'm just going to make a counter argument because first. first of all, he's like, I called bananas. OK, <laughs> no, so I, I'm going to use. Yeah, I've seen where, where the mob's going. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to use this argument. Um, CT and bananas both needed 15 plus years to get to those numbers. Right. They have the most. Yep. The most um, uh, seasons outside of anyone else, right? Yeah. So I'm actually going to take a different route, and I'm going to say Jordan's the goat. Yeah. And I'm going to say Jordan's the goat because he's done six seasons. He's won three of them, and he did one of the most difficult finals in Dirty Thirty on a broken leg. And, and I think he has. CT. And I think he has one of the the best elimination records too. Oh yes, I'm sure he I does. Mean, he's only lost like two eliminations, something like that, out of a bunch. <laughs> so that's my argument is that is that Jordan's the goat. I can't argue. I can't. Because you do 18 seasons. That's I mean, on his current pace, that's nine victories. Well, I mean, similar with you. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. It's a 50 50 win. It's like, oh, well, you did 20 seasons. Like I got to call every other season. And then, you know, you just like carried away. It's like, well, what, what sucks about Battle of the X is also is that it precluded any queer member of the community. And I don't really like, I've ever, I've never really considered myself like a queer advocate. Um, but like, I think that fundamentally you have to be, if you're going to go on one of these shows, but that being said, it's like, you just, you cut off some really good competitors right off the bat. Ah, yep. You know, with battle, the battle or like battle, the X's or what, what have you. Right. And so I don't know. I just, I have, there's some drama I have in terms of, and I'll take this up with BMP. They know it about, I think there should be an asterisk and I'm very confident about this, but in my prime, especially it's like, I had my best years taken away from me. It's like, I was like disqualified from playing the NFL for no reason. Just because I won two, just because I won two Super Bowls back to back. They like, were like, all right, we're going to cancel your contract. Bye. I was like, all right, that's cool. And then the challenge all of a sudden blows up and becomes a huge thing. It's like, all right, cool. So it's like, whatever. It doesn't get there without you, no. in my personal opinion, you know, because of, <laughs> I mean, look, and I mean, it's true, though. Like, I'll pump up your ego. But at the same time, it's true, Tyler. I mean, if it's not for the cast of Key West, the challenge is never what it is. The, thank you. And this is why it, it's so funny. People are, t- are like, we're, everyone's joking about homecoming and all this stuff. I'm like, Key West, if it weren't for Key West, we would not have a challenge franchise. No, nope. mm-hmm. literally, it would be without me, Paula, Janelle, and Johnny. Yeah. You know? Oh, and there's literally, yeah, there's like, there's no challenge about Key West. We're the linchpin. Yeah, exactly. Like when people are making a list of like the top challengers of all time, I mean, you're, you just wiped th- at least three of them. Maybe even four right off the list, you know? I'm going to be very, very, very aggressive about this. Key West is the best of the best. I just meant like championship wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you're taking away you, you're taking away Johnny, you're taking away Paula. Like, what do do you do after that? But no, as for the actual season, yeah, you guys were. Paula made it to the finals of the duel. Yep. Very controversially. And then you have Janelle. Who was the first Key West uh, cast member to win? He's the, a badass. They, she's terrifying, but lovely. Um, 
Like I, 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 I love her. But I'm terrified of her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and if you really look at it, like if you guys would have been on Battle of the Seasons, I, I mean, no offense to Zach and Frank, but it's not even fucking close. There is offense. It, it's offensive to Key West. How can you? I just want to ask you guys. Can you think of a reason why they did not bring us back on? I don't know why. A battle of the seasons. I don't Given know why. Up to that point. Yeah. I mean, the only like, I mean, I, I even, I hate to say it this way because, like, uh, like the people who came from it were were good. Obviously, they didn't last on that season very long. But why did they bring in fresh meat instead of Key West? I don't understand that because, like, I'll be a hundred percent honest. When that, when I was watching that season air live on TV. And that little stupid van, little SUV drove out and TJ's like, oh, who's going to get out of the car? I never in a thousand years would have guessed that they brought in like Cara and Easy and and Brit, like brought in fresh meat. Like where it, like there were so many other options. And right off the bat, you guys should have been on there, even not as the add on team. Like you guys should have been on the original cast. Like I don't get it. Why? Especially well, with them having to book two different versions of real world Vegas. Yes. They didn't even pull it all from one season. They pulled it from the just, two different. Why didn't they just pull Key West? They oh. kept on pushing us back and back and back. And this is what goes back to my issue with like doing a challenge again was that I was like, yeah, like uh, they initially were like, would you be interested? I was like, yeah, totally. You know, and I would get like, phone calls from them being like, yeah, you guys are like second alternates. Cause I was like, how real is this? Cause professionally I have to like talk to my job. Yeah. If I'm going to take time off and like, and negotiate with myself, is it worth that time off versus risk versus reward? But if it's a battle of the seasons and I know that it's key West, the risk is the reward is great because I think I have a great confidence in us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so Janelle and Johnny would keep on calling me and be like, no, they put Sydney up and then Sydney got canceled and they put another team up and we kept on being like second alternates. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. This is battle of the seasons. Key West, notwithstanding, it should be the title of the fucking challenge. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you look at the most winning season of the challenge is Key West. Mm -hmm. And you look at all of our performers. Even Jose, he, you know, unfortunately, the fin- when they finally asked him to do a challenge, he was married and he was, his wife was expecting his first child. So he couldn't even do it. But it's like, you didn't even ask all of our competitors of our seven house members, but we still won more than everyone combined. Right. Or, I mean, not everyone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. fresh meat. And I'm like, well, yeah, fresh meat pulls from like two different pools. We had seven people, but we're dealing with five that did this and so in i'm very proud of being part of that dynasty if you will you should be be. i think yeah i I think there's a larger issue with and correct me if i'm wrong but if bmp is doing the casting i think there's a larger issue with that as a whole um because they've in my opinion made some really tremendous mistakes by not asking you back for one for multiple challenges because Mm -hmm. i think you know you come back on free agents Johnny might not win that. You know what I mean? And, and that was the year that that was the season he broke the record and got the got his fifth win. He was the first person to ever reach five wins. And I don't know that that happens if you were there. Well, who do, exactly. Like, again, like when I saw when I saw that Preston from the New Orleans second time around cast was there. And 
I was furious. Yeah. At that. I was just like, I'm on the way to the airport and you're telling me I'm not on the cast for someone like this. Gotcha. I'm sorry. I did so well. I'm sorry. I did so well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm good. Okay. Well, Jeez. it's the same thing with like, a, I don't know if you're familiar with Jenny West, uh, who won uh, total madness with bananas, which it was his seventh win. But um, she is. It was her second year. She's literally like a physical specimen. I don't know how a person like Emmy, this. Emily S 2.0 is the best way I can put oh. it. Yeah, it's, we'll send you, dude, I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you a TikTok or like a little real thing that she had did on Instagram and you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. We'll send it to you. So, you know, but, but she wins with bananas on, I think that's season 35. And then she comes back the next year and they have an, as her have her as an alternate. Like, why do you make your returning champ an alternate? That makes no sense yeah, at defending all. Defending her title and she's an alternate. What? Yeah, you win yeah. Rivals 1, but they don't want to bring you back for Rivals to 2. To defend your title. Like, I don't get that. It, and trust me, I, I had plenty of Rivals. Oh, you, I know try, you I, did, I, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I know you do. <laughs> well, I mean, they could have very very easily made it UNCT in Rivals 2. Very easily. Easily. But, I mean, can you imagine, I mean, can you imagine that sh- me and CT have been been partners. It wouldn't have been fair. And Frank. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would have been brilliant, brilliant casting. I just, I just think it was very short-sighted. And, and I actually, there's a part of me that asked, I was like, did I do something that offended production? Yeah. And they were just like, no, you've never done anything. We like, literally have all said that, like, I'm so lovely and easy to deal with, especially in comparison to other characters. Like, contestants on the show but it was just really kind of one of those things also where it's like you know things were going really well in my life that it's like i don't i've moved on you yeah. know and yeah and it, it was and it's so easy to go out on that high of two victories um and like i said i i had a great job and things that things were going really really well so like i cannot complain about the way things shook down i'm very very happy i'm very very blessed in my life um, but it's looking back, it's just kind of like, it's, you know, what I, it, it, having this conversation with you guys, it's kind of like being, um, like a successful, like medical salesman talking about his high school football career. Oh, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> oh yeah. I won those high school. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I forgot about that. I am that person, but I'm like, there's been so many different iterations of myself subsequent from that experience. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, I, I think when the free agent thing happened and I'll just be straight up with you guys, when the free agent thing happened, I was literally on the way to the airport and like, can you imagine explain to your boss? I'm taking time off to go do a reality TV show. The shame and embarrassment when I came back into work and I was like, Hey, I like, I came crawling back on my knees yeah, to my boss. So I was uncasted. They were like, you know, it's like, you have to hump, you have to be like, so what is this in my life? Yeah. yeah. What, how important is this in my life? And what power am I going to allow this participation to be in my life? Right. So and I was just like, I just had to let it go in, in, in that moment, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks because it was such a like, unsavory ending to something that I loved and that was such a blessing. Yeah. But also again, like things ended up very, very well for me. Right. So I'm not completely. Well, yeah. but you know, there, I just, here's the thing. It's more about just like jumping off buildings. Like 
here's the thing. I don't, I don't really care about winning these challenges. I care about like just doing the challenges. Yeah. You guys get to do like the coolest shit that like you wouldn't just do. And you get to like my biggest thing with it would be the traveling. Like you guys get to go to these freaking these all over the place. Like how many different freaking countries and places have you been just through the challenge? I know you travel for like work and stuff like that, but like how many amazing things and amazing, beautiful places have you been able to see because you went on these seasons? You know what I mean? Like, and that is like, to me, that would be the the biggest reward is just the travel and the experience that you get from, from traveling, from living in, you know, it, it, living in somewhere different and getting to experience different types of, of, of cultures and environments and people and like all of that, like that's fucking awesome. Well, and the miles. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. too. <laughs> so, but, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I wanted to kind of just uh, something that I noticed earlier and I wanted to bring it up and just there's never going to be a right time because we're all over the place on this. And I love it because <laughs> it's a good conversation that we're having. But uh, one thing I've noticed, because, you know, from a fan perspective, we look at CT as like the baddest motherfucker alive. Right. But when we talk to the people that are uber competitive and have competed at a high level in athletics, uh, they have a very similar outlook that you have, which is put me in against him. I'll take my off. I'm not scared of him. Yeah. yeah. Like we talked yeah. to a, a Jordan's roommate from real world, Portland, Marlon. Um, and he played. Uh, he was the one who was partnered with Jordan in rivals Two, yeah. going up against CT. Yeah. Us in the final. But, yeah. You know, I, I kind of want to bang him. I don't blame you. <laughs> so we, we have this game. I'm sure you've heard of FMK. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Oh God, here we go. So he was put up there uh, against, I think like. It was, a, it was Darrell, Brandon, and uh and uh marlin and you know that's that's inconsistent if marlin's a competitor say that again so it was it was fmk it was darrell marlin and then brandon nelson but who's playing it then if oh no so we 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 run some fan groups and we just like put posts up in there and then all the members will like comment they want to fmk like everybody was like paying marlin i'm like why well, I said I. It's who I know who everyone's a fuck. Who, Brandon? Yep, and everybody was marrying Darrell. <laughs> he's good to his wife, you. and he's a good dad. And listen, all the girls love Brandon. He's a good guy. Like, he's pretty. There's no shade. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I I answered that, and I think my exact answer was like, yeah, I'm going to say kill Marlon because I don't want that fucking anaconda anywhere near me. So. <laughs> I do. I'm going to marry that. <laughs> I fucking I love, love it. it. He's he's one of uh, one of our favorite. We've had him on a couple times. He's he's a great. That's funny too guy. because wasn't he called for All Stars too? I believe he, he was, was called, called for All Stars. All Stars too. He was going to be on. I actually I I had heard that rumor because before All Stars, like I I was like, oh, was like he going to be on? Like, unfortunately, he didn't arrive. But yeah. Oh, well, I know. very ass. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to say no. So, um, <laughs> well, you're very, you're very, you're a great ally. <laughs> well, gosh, I, I look at life like this. I want everyone to be happy, right? Like, I feel like gay people should be able to get married while growing marijuana plants and protecting them with their AR 15. Like, yeah. I want every, like, everybody deserves everything. I live it for a reason. <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's like what was that what was that one i saw one time it was like of course gay people should be able should be able to get married we should all be able to be as miserable as the everybody else like i was like yeah <laughs> no, but like i 
why be embarrassed about it? Like there's just, or, or have like these weird animosities or have phobia over it. Like it's, it's just so mind blowing to me. Weirdest thing. Um, weirdest I've, concept. I, I've talked to, you know, playing sports growing up and like, I remember guys saying like, oh, I'd, I'd hate it if a gay guy hit on me. And I kept thinking like, well, I've had gay guys hit on me. It's actually really flattering. Cause I, I feel pretty and I feel handsome. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I, I really you like wish it. It was hitting on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like my guy, I almost wish my best friend was gay, so I I wouldn't feel awkward like act, acting with my friends. Like, how's this shirt look? Is this good? Do I look all right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's- I get it. But that was very, it's a very, that was a very sweet explanation on your part. I appreciate it. I, I try. I'm not great with words, but I I definitely try. Um, <laughs> uh, so Tyler, obviously you took the 11 years uh, not doing the challenge, and then you get the call. Uh, did you get a call for All Stars, or was it just for All Stars too? It was just All Stars too really wow i can't believe they didn't call you for the first one see and that's my theme is on the first one don't get me wrong there were some legitimate all-stars on there but the name did not fit the cast no and the second time around they're getting better it got better and adding you is a true all-star huge so i'm i'm very excited i know they've announced uh may 11th i know they haven't said anything about casting or anything but hopefully they're getting better at that um with walking in there you said on all-stars Two, walking back in it was like doing your first like walking the duel your first challenge all over again um, it seemed like that very first night that you guys had a blast with the prom. <laughs> oh my God, we were all a mess. We were all a mess. Aww. It was fun. It was one of those things that's, it was, it was the best challenge experience I'd ever expected because there was, um, I don't care about winning. I mean, I do, I want to win, but I've already won twice. I just wanted to literally jump off buildings or, um, I don't know, jump into things or like just like challenge myself. And I got to meet really weird people that I'd seen on TV, like Jarrell or like Kendall, um, you know, people that I don't had never done challenges with and to interact with them as adults was so awesome. Um, I get very, very lovey dovey about it because I just love that cast so much. They are to me a second real world cast. Yeah. That's how they're to my heart. We are all still secretly on like a WhatsApp conversation with each other. Aww. And we all still hate with each other. We just, there's a, there's a huge love between that huge cast. And I, and it's so funny to explain it because uh, none of us have ever experienced this otherwise. Even people that were on season one, they had never experienced that. It's just, there was a certain chemistry with season two that we all really liked each other. Now, that being said, what has unfolded after the fact has been different. <laughs> but before it, before it premiered, there was a lovey-dovey feel. So we put it that way. I think, I think there was, I think they did a great job. There was really good chemistry, especially bringing in people like Ayana that we haven't seen in so long. Heck tech you know all that Ayana look I know Ayana catches a lot of shit after the, the final aired but I fucking love Ayana she is one of my favorites you have <laughs> I just want to like shake everything no one has lived life until they've lived with Ayana alright <laughs> that it is a life changing experience she is groundbreaking I'm not seeing it in a great way but I'm saying in a way that's just going to change your worldview. And I love her. I, I, I love Ayana. <laughs> I want her in my life every day, but from a distance. 
That's what I want. I want. Yeah, I, I just want to watch you every day, all day. I just want to watch your fucking shenanigans. That's cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've ever laughed harder than her giving that salad speech. I can't to... ever look at a salad the same anymore. Every time I look at a salad, <laughs> I think of fucking Ayana. Like, seriously. Like, and then the other day I saw this thing. Like, it was like a picture. She posted you. Yeah, it was salad. a Greek salad, Greek salad. And I was like, oh my God, Ayana. <laughs> but here's the problem, though. Here's the problem, y'all. We don't know where her self realization is. Is she self aware in that moment or is she not? Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm telling you. And I'm sure other cast members have told you this. And I just obviously can't go into details or, or about anything, but like, it's just like, it affects other people. Yeah. yeah. It thankfully affects me. So I have a very different perspective, but her experience with other cast members affected them in a negative way, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it didn't, but, and I'm not making light of it. Right. But I knew the minute I walked in that fucking house, I have done my research because I told you my, my, use your words, statistics, my statistics class. I saw her season of real world or her road real season. And I remember watching crazy. She was, I was just like, Oh boy, here we go. And, and I told Janelle, I told Katie, I told everyone, I was like, listen, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she like, is gonna this house, and no one wants to listen to me. But when push came to shove, I think it's a, a it's telling that she was on the road rule season with Veronica, and she upstaged Veronica often. I mean, but like you don't even remember Veronica when you think no. of Viola. Yeah, I just remember the uniform thing, and like I remember, yeah, that and the and the speech. Or the the um not speech but the gosh, I can't see now I can't use my words I can't think of the essay that she was saying that Veronica stole <laughs> and plagiarized like I remember that yes I remember that oh god <laughs> you you lose you lose your words when you talk about Ayana it's just like you can't use words no. like, honestly though like we interviewed her what probably about a month ago or so give or take yeah she's so much fun I love her energy oh, amazing is she. She's, she's incredible. I love her energy. And honestly, like I had my certain feelings about certain things that she did uh, throughout the season. And then after talking I, to I her, I still, still do. I yeah, still fucking do. I do too. But after talking to her, I just, I think I understood her a little bit more. And it's just kind of like, oh my gosh, just like, it's just one of those things. You just, you got to just laugh and love her. Like that's all you can really do, you know? That's, <laughs> that's like, imagine. <laughs> Imagine oh. I was like living in the house with her. Oh God, I <laughs> we were like, there were times where I'd look at Jasmine, where I'd look at other people and be like, is this really happening right now? And this is like a real world cast. Like, we're just like, is this shit really happening right now? Yeah. Like, we're so, but like, some people just have different realities. And when you mix those energies and those vibrations, it's like, you know, when you get married, for instance, like, it's a good vibe. But that's why you guys like stay together, right? Yeah. So imagine when you're stuck in a house with people and their vibes don't match. Yeah. You know, they don't vibe. And so that reaches a crescendo at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And it just is so chaotic and funny and weird. Yeah. <laughs> that I personally, I, I personally found it, I, I laughed at it. Other people did not. Yeah. But that was my outlet, for, I guess, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have kind of a, I don't want to say a dark humor, but I find things funny that probably most other people don't always find funny. And this was definitely one of those that I, I laugh and like, then I look around and nobody else is laughing and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I, 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 that, that salad thing was the tip of the iceberg. Oh, oh, well done. Well done. Yeah. I like it. Tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Kind of, uh, God, my arms are sore now. Uh, it, the when she said when she was talking about that selling, she was like, "I felt like I had a man." I was just it, it. Something hit me in my soul, and I just fucking died on that part. For me, it was the I got a little petty in me. I'm not going to Tanya Harding you. <laughs> I lost my. If she would have pulled out the like the movement, the, that would have really <laughs> delivered. But. <laughs> The depths of that speech go so, they're so layered and they go so deep. I just, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I love her. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, do I agree with your behavior? No, but do I like you? Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. I'm just surprised that they were able to keep her and Jasmine in the same house for this, that long of time. Yes. That was impressive to me. How, however, that happened. Obviously, they've all grown up. They've gotten older, and right? Um, yeah, to a degree. But no. When, okay. when Jasmine started like getting mad at Ayana, I was like, "Oh my god, here we go! This is going to be really bad." You guys want an exclusive because the show, of course, Jasmine was ready to go home before my elimination. Oh, she wow. she was ready to go home. The show has been shot. We can all talk about it now. Yeah. Jasmine out of quitting the show before that episode that I went home on. Uh, so she was ready yeah. to go home because of prior things that were going on in her life that were also like obviously being there's other things going on in the house, but that had nothing to do with anything with Ayana. It had everything to do with what's going on at home. And so we had right. to talk her into staying on the show. So, and I want, I want the people to know like how, what it feels like to be me because we talked her into staying on the show. And then the next day, I mean, with, imagine being on a show where like you've, you're that far and deep and then someone wants to quit and then you get stuck with them as a partner. Yeah. 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 But lest we forget, I had spoken. There's a whole conversation that went down because there was a conversation with Darrell, Brad, Jody, Janelle, and Janelle and I have sort of swapped conversations about this. Uh, it's still sensitive, but we all had a conversation in my room with me, Brad and Janelle at that point. And we were like, well, if there's an, a new partner challenge, who are you partner with? And Janelle's like, I can't be partnered with you, Tyler, because it'll be like put a, a target on our back. I go, the, the game's almost over. Of course, there's a target on our back. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to be a partner. She goes, "No, I'm going to be partners with Darrell, and then after that, I'll be partners with Brad, and then I'll be partners with you." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's fucking rude." And then I was like, "Oh, fuck!" I was like, "But wait, how long has this been going on for? Mm-hmm. Like, how long has this decision been made for?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, well, it's just kind of like it's like, but maybe it was. And here's the thing: I was like, maybe it was lazy on my part. And I talked to Melinda about this because I go, well, I'll talk to Melinda. And they were like, well, Melinda's in a partnership with uh, Nehemiah because of the King's Palace. And so I was like, oh, fuck. Well, the only person left is like Casey. So I went up to Casey before we started filming 
was like, if there's a partner relationship, like, can I be partners with you? And she was like, absolutely, totally. Yeah. So we get to the challenge location that day, and uh, you saw what they yeah. showed. Yeah. And here's the thing: and I was shocked. I was shocked they, that they showed this, but that, that they showed Kahuta stealing her away from me. And I love production. I will say because they gave me a little respect because they sh- they they were like Tyler is getting literally fucked in the ass right now. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I was it, when it happened and all went down. Like, I know that Janelle and Darrell know each other from living in the same area from what they said on TV. But the fact that you guys weren't partnered right away blew my mind. Yeah. And then second, watching yeah. Casey walk away to go to Kahuta, though, that I that kind of shocked me. That though. one shocked me a lot, too. And I was surprised that I, I, I know there's probably a backstory to this. I was surprised that you and John A because of your guys' time together on Rivals One. Mm-hmm. Like I thought you guys would work together too. That would have been a good partnership too. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's no backstory. It's the fact of the matter is that everyone else literally had backstories except me. Yeah. Right. You, you didn't and have the getting a little bit angry still. I'm not, I'm not angry. It's just and I have to Janelle and Melinda about this subsequently. And I'm like, if you had chosen me that day, we would have won. Yeah. And yeah. Let's say, because mm-hmm. I don't lose. No. And I didn't realize this because Melinda, when she chose Nehemiah, Nehemiah refused to be partners with her in the first challenge, but she had the life shield. That's why he chose her. Yeah. And then they got stuck together. That was the challenge that it was whoever you pick stuck. that day, you're stuck with them for the rest of the season. And, oh I, and then God. also imagine being my, in my in my scenario where I was sitting like, oh, this is the girl that like she literally wants to go home. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to go home. Like now I'm stuck with her. Yeah. And everyone looked at me, was just like, they're like, we're so sorry, Tyler. I was like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. No, absolutely. So everyone everyone on that challenge was just like looking at me. Just like, you know, I got wiped out. And but also they're not upset because then one of their biggest competitors is out of the way. Oh yeah. They're yeah. happy. Like they don't, yeah. They're oh Tyler's bad because she was literally telling production she's going home. Right. And then partnered with her the next day. Yeah. So what do you think happened on that puzzle? You know, so it's just one of those things where it's like, I just spent how many weeks of my life for nothing. For nothing. For well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no, it was at least. Well, and yeah, it, I I feel for you on that one, Tyler, because that's that's tough. Like, you know, you you're coming in at a disadvantage already because you don't have the relationships that these people have been facing or been building for at least the time that they knew that they were coming on because you got on with such short notice out of being absent from the challenge for over eleven years. Plus, some of these people already did All Stars one together. Exactly. And, you yeah. Know. And then on top of that, getting. Getting shafted by your your former castmate from Real World is I, I it was surprising. Well, I didn't know it was like that. It, and here's the thing too: is that like I didn't want to look at it that way, and I still kind of don't. And there's kind of some drama <laughs> <laughs> because I do love Janelle, but like everyone else was gobsmacked on the cast when oh, yeah. Yeah. everyone just assumed that Janelle and I would be partners. But like I was. Personally, on a personal level, I was so just like, I was like, oh, like my cast member doesn't even want to be partners with me. I was just like, oh, 
Yeah, like the one person you do know there and have a relationship with. Like, I would have been really upset. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, it's it's like Johnny and I had one rivals together. And then Mm -hmm. the next time we did a challenge, he's like, I don't want to be partners with Tyler. And it was just like, I felt like I was like, I don't know, like middle school gym. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes, I was fucking bullied. I was a really big gay kid in middle school. And so it was just kind of just like, oh, fuck. You know, and so, and, and I did take, a, you know, a proactive stance and like asking Casey to be my partner. And then she even says, I don't want to be your partner. It's like, what the fuck? I'm the best swimmer on this cast. Yeah, that, that blows my mind. You're not only are you the best swimmer on that cast and like no shade whatsoever to Kahuta because I, I love Kahuta. I think he's a sweet guy and I think he's, you know, he's got, um, he's, he's done well on the challenges and stuff, but like you're a two-time fucking champ. How are you going to walk away from a two-time champ to somebody who, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think has ever even seen a fucking final. No. So like that, that is what blew my mind the most, the most personally. But here's the, here's the funny thing though. And this is sometimes like, we're like, you guys are going to be like faith, you know, everything happens for a reason. Even if me and Casey had been partners, like I yep. had like talked to her about, yep. I would have been out the next round. Yeah, exactly. So like, it was like, I, did not, I did not want me to win that round or like whatever, like the world, like the, the, it was not going to happen. Like the world, it was not meant to happen. Right. So like, let's say like me and Casey had been partners, like I had said, she was pregnant anyways. So I would have been said, yeah. you wouldn't have even gotten the opportunity to go into elimination. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like the one you know what I mean, I wouldn't have had the opportunity for Letarian to break my fucking other wrist. You know, <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's so messed up. And like, I hate to dive further into all stars, too, because I feel like the further we dive into your all stars to experience, like the I don't want to say the worst it gets, but the worst it gets. You know, I mean, that whole situation happens and then. You get thrown into a fucking pole wrestle with Latarian. Well, like, someone that literally did it four months earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and did the same exact thing to the guy. Yeah. And he, but worse. And yeah. like we before, like when we found out, so they tell us it's new pole wrestling. So they like pull us back and then we like put our wrist guards on and everything. And I knew he had a knee injury. And he knew I had a bad, I had a bum wrist. So if you're doing a pole wrestle, who's at an advantage immediately? Yeah. Yeah. And Latarian. Yeah. I had two surgeries on my right wrist alone. Yeah. Once and, you told me your injury from that derailed your swimming yeah. career, I knew exactly what happened when yeah. It, it's, yeah. I have like three screws and like two plates in my right wrist. Wow. So it's just like, then they were doing my interview and I was trying not to be defeated. And actually the producers were being really like helpful. They're like, you're going to fight through this. I was like, yeah, I'm, I got this. I was like, yeah, I got this. And yeah. so I was like, listen, whatever happens, let's play, let's just play clean. Like no nasty play, whatever. Cause if I had wanted to, I know he has a bad right knee. I could have done a swipe kick to his right knee and taken him the fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And literally, I put that, but I, you say yes, but like, this is like real life. This is like, we've been living here for seven fucking weeks. And so we looked, he goes, gentlemen's agreement. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we get onto the, 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 you know, we're, we're on the court. We're playing the horn blows. And the first thing he does is he like judo chops our wrist 
and that's why you see me go down the way I did in that like promo shot of me being body slammed. It's like he broke, he rebroke my my wrist immediately, immediately. Yeah. And there was no gentlemanly play. I have talked to him about this. I have shamed him about this. He knows yeah. this. He told us. He told us that you guys had that he had talked to you and that you know he had found out about your wrist and that you had reached out and that you guys had a chat. So I mean, I'm sorry, but like, what better opportunity? Yeah, to take of a competitor. And you know, maybe if I were, I were smarter, I would do that. But like, I just didn't. Yeah, it's not. It's not how you play. Yeah, it's not. It's not you. Yeah. And also, I win challenges. You make finals. You win finals. Win finals. I make finals and I win them. And yeah. I'm not like no shade, but like, here's the thing. My only thing is this. If you're going to do dirty, play dirty. But don't tell me you're not going to play dirty and then do dirty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love this Tarion, but that that's what happened. Yeah. No, that's understandable. Got, got real hyped up. And I, I'm sure he'll be the first to admit it. And I would love to have this conversation with you guys with him right now. Mm-hmm. He gets hyped up. And in that moment, he got hyped up. And that's not cool. Because then I broke ribs and then my other wrist. And then I was in physical therapy. And then that becomes like a whole issue of like lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not worth winning because you're still partnered with Jasmine. (laughs) So it's like, what are you winning? Well, and I I I love Latarian. I respect him. Him and I have had him and I have had this conversation, and you guys know obviously know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he knows that I know, and him and I both know. Right. It's like, what are we winning? And in retrospect, you know. And the funny thing is, I would love to do rivals with Latarian because I sort of want to kill him, but I sort of want to win with him. <laughs> I think that's a perfect I rival think that would match. Be to be a honest. very dangerous duo I, I to go know. against. We would not work well together. But I think Latarian and I would be a great rival because I don't, I'm, I'm very angry with him still. Yeah. I have to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still respect him and I do like him as a person. Right. And that's yeah. See, I, I, I could see you guys as being one of those, like those rivals pairs that you don't get along. You guys don't talk. You don't really like each other but when it comes down to it like you guys get the fucking job done and then you go yeah. home and don't talk to each other again you know so hey, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. well and i was gonna say so we obviously talked to latarian and, and asked him about it and i the way he put it to me was and is that he went into a zone that a competitive zone like he i guess the best way i can put it is like you know football players like um, they get into a, a part where it's they lose thought of outside of themselves is the way he kind of explained it to him. Um, but hearing your version of the story, it sounds very different than that. Yeah. Um, and so it makes me want to go back and, and kind of rewatch it and, and, and see it for a more outside perspective other than, oh, I'm just watching a pole wrestle between two competitors. Right. Now. Because that being said, that being said, had I known that, I would have gone in with a Duckworth mentality of viciousness. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. But it's been 11 years and like he had that opportunity to have that experience against Ace yeah. four months prior to like be like threatened like that. Yeah. And that's why I thought it was really fucking unfair to put me into an elimination against someone that like 
and listen, I'm not bitching, but I have a good elimination track record, but I'm not like, I don't know. It's just like you give this guy like pole wrestling twice in a row. I was, that six, was yeah, that was literally going to be my thing. How does he get pole wrestle twice in a row? Twice like in both seasons that he's on, like, it's just, it's just it's the, the guy has the broken wrist. It's just like, no, and the excuse, hurt back, like, and he gets you know freaking just dropped into the like it just yeah it's just I mean fun. to be fair though we did we wrestled for a good 40, 40 45 minutes oh you guys were yeah. fucking smoked after that thing was done yeah thing though here and I'll go I'll give this to Latarian he would not let go of that thing I I was dragging him around the floor he would just not let go wow and problem he would not let go. And that's my weakest, I like my forearms. And if you want to like talk about the challenge being like an athletic thing, it's just when you get to a certain point, it's about like athletic ability. And I just had like my wrists had rebroken. Like the screw in my wrist had been like dislodged and I was still holding on to it. And it was just so frustrating because I was still there in that competition. But I was like, what is this worth to me in the long run? I think any other elimination you go against Letarian and you win. Yeah. That just, yeah. you know, and that's my opinion on that. And yes. if you win that, that's the downside is like you win that, you go back to Jasmine. What's the real upside? Like and I still saying? lose. I still lose. Yeah. Or if, yeah, had it been with Casey, I still lose. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, like you said, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. It just wasn't yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I do have some hypothetical questions I'd like to ask if you, yeah. if you don't mind. Okay. Let's say, Everybody's in their prime. You're walking into a challenge and you have to pick two women and one other male to run a seat, a run a final with. Who are you picking? God. <laughs> I'm going to stall. Ask the question again, please, sir. <laughs> okay. You were going to run a, here. I'm going to even add to this to make even more interesting. You're going to run a hy- uh, hypothetical final. What year? You have, what year? 2010 or 2022. It's like, let's say it's, Everybody's in their prime, so the year doesn't matter. Got you. Everybody's at the top of their game. You have to pick two women and one other male teammate to run a final, and everybody you don't pick, you're going against. I will choose. I get two men and one woman. Uh, one other man, because you're you and another man. So and two it women. would be a yeah, it would be a team yeah. of four, two men, two women. You're one of them. So one other man and two. Women. I would choose Johnny, um, Janelle. And Emily Strom. Ooh, Ellen and Emily together on a team. That would be wild. That would, yeah. <laughs> That's actually really good. I would freaking watch that. I have no arguments on that. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this is actually one of the first ones that I'm like, that would actually be a really badass team. <laughs> um, I know you've watched a lot of the previous challenges, like from prior to when you were on, and you said you haven't really caught, kept up with a lot of the newer ones. Is that correct? Yeah, I have. So- it, it, are there ones that you've seen that you weren't on that you thought, shit, I would have been a shoe in at this one. Free agents. Free agents. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think He's, so too. Battle, uh, of the seasons, yeah. battle of the seasons that does not have Key West. Yes. Notwithstanding. Yeah. No, that was a, that was a, that was a casting. I mean, that, that's not like, I don't even know what they were thinking. No, they, they weren't thinking. Obviously. They weren't. Exactly. I mean, rivals too, I guess. Like the facts, I remember Paula texting me, asking me, she was like, wait, you're not going to be in Rivals 2? And I was like, apparently not. Like, I don't, 
like it was so weird to have Key West progress and not have certain right like people there. And they sort of like siphoned off people weirdly off. And I don't know why. Um, if everything happened right, the they happened to start filming, let's say school ended May 31st and they started filming June 3rd. <laughs> and filming was gonna wrap on August 31st and school started on September 12th. And you had some time to get back to it. Would you do a flagship again? Oh fuck yeah. Fuck yes. That's <laughs> oh, what I like to hear. Oh fuck yeah. And you know what? Here's the best thing about All Stars. It again, this is like what your victory. Did I walk into All Stars thinking I'm gonna win? No, no. But I did walk into All Stars being like, this is such a great experience to have fun and like do these challenges again. But it also got me motivated just to be like better in my life, like be more athletic and not being lazy. Like if I had a hard day at work, instead of just like going home, really committing myself to going to CrossFit and then going home to work, you know what I'm saying? Or like just getting shit done and like doing that extra step. And so for me, that was my gold medal. I really had, I can't tell you guys how much fun I had on All Stars 2. I really, I really love everyone I did that show with. I truly do. Um, and it was probably the most beneficial experience I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I know it sounds so like gay and lame or whatever, but like, oh. I just, it truthfully was so, it brought so much life to my life. And I love so many of the cast members I got to interact with. And I have so many, like, like, I don't know. I just love all those cast members, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and at least, obviously, I can't really speak for you, but just kind of looking at it, um, you know, from the outside looking in is like, you know, this is something like your job, your life, your all of that, you know, you love your job, all of that kind of stuff, but it's different than going and doing something like this and doing it for yourself. You know what I mean? And and 11 years is a long time to work on building your career, building your life, building all these things up and not really taking that time to do something that you love to do just for you. You're traveling, the competition, jumping off the buildings and shit like that, you know? And so, like, I think that a lot of time people don't credit, like, and and obviously this is different for, for different people, but sometimes you just need that, like, reset. To just yeah. kind of like rejuvenate your life. You know what I mean? And for me, like going away and doing it, granted, the show is is stressful and stuff, but you're in, you know, an exotic location. You're with a bunch of your friends. You got this beautiful house. Like that is something that, you know, at least, like I said, looking from the outside in is like, I would imagine that that would have been really rejuvenating to your life, you know? So that's understandable. Yeah. So, all right, this is way off challenge, and I'm going to start asking you about some random shit. We also saw in there that you're a huge Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> Hold on, one second. We're Nate Major nerds. <laughs> one second. Oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Build me an army worthy of Mordor. You have no idea what a jerk. <laughs> Here's the thing. I guess going to tell you guys this. This is why it's so challenging when you get to know these people is that um, like Blitarian, I'm, I'm still upset. I mean, he, he literally injured me, but yet I want him in my life as a friend permanently. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him, 
of the same things. Like he's a dork. Like he loves like Lord of the Rings and um, uh, Game of Thrones because him and yeah. I both like I gave him House of the Dragon uh-huh. after the challenge. After I've been through physical therapy, after I've like recovered from broken ribs and broken wrists, you know, and yeah. surgery, you know, I give him a book because I love him, you know. And that's what, that's why I want to say what I love about the challenge is that despite, and again, maybe I'm on the other end of things because I've won a couple of times. Like I'm able to look at this experience as what is my gold medal in this experience and what's my silver medal and what's my bronze medal. And I, I, I truly say that like, I get really sentimental. I just love this all-stars two cast. I love every person on it. I think they're amazing people and I can't say the best things about them. So, but yes, more nerd talk. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, So the reason I I bring this up is because we are very much nerds as well. Um, Put to you this way. um, Our son's name is Luke and we're not, uh, we're not religious. We're not religious. Um, It's all. Yeah. Our dog's dog's name is Ahsoka. (laughs) (laughs) Um, really noted. So, I mean, it, you know, if if we get another animal, it might be Aragon next. Maybe we switch over from Star Wars to Lord of the Rings. Might go to Lord of the Rings. Might go to Harry Potter. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how we're feeling on that day. Love it. <laughs> so, what house are you? Hufflepuff. I like it. I like it. I am, am I anything other than? No, that's honestly the no. only thing I could picture you being. Is, I was is Hufflepuff. I was, I, you know, you got to ask, so you never want to assume someone's no, house. I'm so, okay, I'm, okay, I'm curious about your, what do you think I would have, I feel like you're, you're surprised. I would have, God, I almost would have said Gryffindor just because of your competitiveness and your wind to battle and stuff. And I'm wanting to go against, <laughs> but your entertainment factor, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Hufflepuff. Yeah. It's Hufflepuff, 100%. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, on the challenge, I truthfully, on the challenge, I would go around asking people like what house they are. And if they didn't know, I would prescribe them a house or whatnot. So the funny thing is, it's funny you say that because I did that to her about five minutes before you came on the show. He's never done the, he's never done any tests or anything to find out his house. And so well, he's asking me, I'm, I'm Gryffindor. I, I, I have my opinions. So I'm curious. I, I'm, I'm a Gryffindor. Um, but like I said, he, I've never taken never a test. He thinks he's a Slytherin. But you don't have to take the test. You just know. Yeah. Oh, if I were to, if I, from what I know about the houses, I would say it's probably Ravenclaw. Oh, that's fair. But it might be Gryffindor. I don't know. Let's hear it. No, not Gryffindor. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's what she said. I didn't believe it. Ravenclaw. Here, here. I have an even better game. Give me a few cast members, and we're going to cast them in Harry Potter houses. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Well, let's start off with Jordan. Yeah, where does Jordan go? Oh. Oh, Gryffindor, without question. Borderline Slytherin. Borderline Slytherin. <laughs> he could have gone either way. He could have gone either way on that He's one. our Harry Potter. <laughs> Jordan is Harry Potter. He yeah. doesn't build up his ego anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, um, let me think. What would be a good one? What's Paula? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you caught me off guard. <laughs> oh my god. Oof. I would say a tough Ravenclaw Gryffindor slice. Yeah, that that'd be fair. 
Paula wants to always do the right thing and she does the right thing. Yeah. That's yeah. She's very by the book. If she has the book, she'll she'll do it by the book. I like how you preface that with if she has the book. (laughs) (laughs) I love Paula. Right there. (laughs) All right. um, Let's spice this up a little bit. CT. Oh my God. Silver. Bananas. Silver. Yeah, I can see it. I can see that. Wes. I mean, it's disagree. No, not at all. No, I don't disagree at all. I think they'd both be Slytherin. But I, I am curious about Wes, though. What do you think about Wes? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Wes? Wes is absolutely a Gryffindor. He's all pride. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All pride. Yeah. <laughs> Give me right. a challenge. Like, let's I'm go. Like, I know. I'm trying to think of somebody that would be different. Leroy. Oh. Slytherin. Really? You think so? See, and that's why things. I'm like, I, I, I don't know these people. Like, you guys you know. don't know. Like, people get really good at it. Oh yeah, yeah. People get really good at it. I've heard Leroy gets really good at it. Okay, like- I have a side note on this, and this is what I find really interesting. Right? Is like, I know Leroy is be- probably because of from what you're telling me now is you know edits because of edits is a fan favorite, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets a positive edit. But people that are rumored to be production favorites sometimes get really shitty fucking edits oh like gosh. Josh, like from Big Brother uh, season 19, Josh Martinez. He gets a horrible fucking edit. And I heard he is one of the most stand up guys that you would want as a friend outside of the show and even on the show. But they just I've just never understood that. Yeah, it's weird. Here's the thing. I, I don't know because they cast Big Brother people. Yeah. Like, you know, I I can't speak to anything. I don't know, but like, yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't if they're if they're not involved with like actual like real world or road rules. Like, I don't know. So yeah, yeah, yeah and no, that's that why I'm sense. like I'm trying to like I'm trying to like dig through my bakes for whatever reason my brain like, is yeah, yeah, I've today. Or like a Laurel, or like fuck. Like, I well, want to know Laurel. No, yeah, let's do let's do Laurel. Let's. I want to say Sli- I, no. She's I'm going to say Gryffindor. Laurel is yeah. totally Gryffindor. Hundred percent Gryffindor. Um. Uh, but like, yeah, let's do let's do Kara because I want to know what you think about Kara. <laughs> that was a solid six on a push. I'm I like give it. You that. Yeah, that was a good one. I would say Kara is a Ravenclaw. Kara Maria is, and here's the weird thing: I didn't realize that she had such like a big challenge thing after like I left. Like I was on her original challenges, like mm-hmm. Cutthroat and Rivals, and she was just solidly like. Very studious, very calm, and Laurel was just always making them an uproar. I respect Carmaria a lot. Polly, he has a nice ass. That's the last thing I'm going to say. I have a love hate thing deal? with Polly. Like what I go back deal? and forth. I don't really. I don't, and I'm actually glad you brought this up because I know you guys have been kind of. But um, I uh, I have a love hate with him because I don't really like him on the show. Um. I, I didn't really ever like him on the show. There were a couple moments that I was like, oh, that's cool. Like when he was partners with Natalie and he was really cool to her. But um, we actually interviewed Polly and the whole interview we were talking to him, he was very show like. And then once we were done with the interview, there were some things that him and Rick kind of wanted to talk about off recording. We turned the recording off. He was like a completely like 180 different person than he was when we were recording. And it was just a flip of the switch of shutting the recording off. Completely different person. And so that's the guy that I really liked was after we shut the recording off who he was then. That's who I liked. So what's I got to ask, what's going on? 
So, um, I legally can't tell you how and where and why, but I had experience with him and it was very lovely. Um, it's not like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I'm just saying it's so weird because again, you know, we're talking about my relationship with Jordan is so positive. Um, someone like Polly, I don't know who, I didn't even know who he was. I was at like an event with Polly and I didn't even know who Polly was. But all my gay friends in the corner were like, who's that guy with the cute ass? And so I'm like that friend. They'll be like, hey, what's your name? Like, but all my gay friends, are you gay or straight? What's your deal? Like, what's up? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I got to know Paul. I, I literally, I go, what's your deal? Like, all my gay friends want to bang you. Are you gay? Or are you straight? He's like, I'm straight. I was like, cool. He goes, I have a girlfriend named Carmaria. I was like, hey, Carmaria? Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, I fucking love Carmaria. You know, like, so something like that. It was like, so it was like totally like nothing like bad. And it was fun. Yeah, yeah. He was so awesome with me. Cut two. Afterwards, I find out everyone like I took a picture and like a lot of my challenge friends were just like, "How dare you?" It's like I had like sacrificed myself to the challenge gods for taking a picture with them. I was like, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. Like he seemed very nice. <laughs> and then cut two. I like see all these other things. Like, oh, okay, you know. So it's it's a weird issue it's like this like bipolar i guess like this bipolarity it's like someone will be this way one way and this way another way so i mean he's in real life but at the same time it's like i don't know who you actually are then right yes very much so which one is it yeah Um, which one i would say tyler this my recommendation goes doubles down now to watch more of the worlds too because (laughs) in a synopsis it is jordan and tori Versus Paulie and Car Maria, the whole the whole show. season, and it's wild. It, it, it's 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 very good. I would put it, it liter- here. I'll, I'll I'll preface it with this: it literally starts with all the American vets who have like known and played with CT for years and years and years, not picking him to be on their team and sending him over to the UK team, like right off the bat. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And it just goes. He, from he was in full dad bod mode. At he that was point. in dad bod mode, but I love, I mean, I love CT dad. I love. Listen, I love I CT love, dad bod more than I, anything. And I just want to put this out there: my respect for CT is very deep. I love CT. Yeah, I want that to not be confused with anything. Like I fucking love CT. Kim and I have a good relationship, and I respect him as a competitor. But I also want to respect his victories. Like I know I've been like kind of shady about like like newbies coming on the show, but like at the end of the day, he has won these championships. So like, I want to like give proper respect to CT. Like CT is a fucking monster. And like, I respect him for like putting himself out there for the cameras through his ups and downs. Cause I know how difficult it is because I haven't been on camera in 11 years. Like I'm, I'm not my 29 year old self when I went on all stars and for like, you know, allow himself to be on camera during these ups and downs. This is incredible. So I just want to like give a little shout out to CT. Like I have a special, like, you know, heart out for him and he's a great competitor and he's awesome. He's always been nice to me. That's all I can say. I I think you guys have a very uh, competitive respect and relationship. Like you guys both see each other. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like you guys, it's just a rival. I, I, I like it. I think it's a good. Yeah. It's like it, a, it's like a, a mutual respect kind of thing. You know, I don't, I would actually rather go against CT than a new person. Yeah. Cause well, cause you know, I, what, I know what I'm going against. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. One of the things like you have a better advantage because you know what their strengths and weaknesses are, especially based on when you walk into that arena and you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to be like a pole wrestle with Lazarian. It's like, fuck, okay, well, I've had two surgeries on my right wrist. This is going to go well. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? And C, it's like, okay, well, I don't know. It's like, and also like CT would not make a gentleman's agreement and say, we're not going to take a cheap, a cheap swipe against someone and then go against it. That is that is one thing that I as a viewer and obviously, again, only as a viewer, because I'm not there with you guys. Um, but that has always been one thing that I've really respected about CT. And and anyone listening can go back and look through every single one of his eliminations. Like when he's done, he gets up, he comes over, he shakes your yeah. hand and tells you good job. Like this is one of the first things he does when he whether he wins or loses. And I think that's really commendable. And that's one of like one of the reasons that I really love CT because I think that's not something you see all the time. Yeah, I agree because like for me, it's like Latari. It's like I didn't vote you in. I had no, I had no, I had no opportunity to do it. Like I didn't vote you in. Why are you taking this out right. on me? Whereas like with CT and I, it's like, oh, let's do battle, but let's shake hands afterwards. And so, like I just, I, I have a soft spot for CD because he's earned those victories. I think he has some light victory wins in the latter part. If <laughs> we're talking about the the geo. AT between bananas and him, but why, right, right. Uh, CT is the greatest of all time. He's he's absolutely on the podium without. Yeah, see, and that's my thing is like I like I have trouble I have trouble differentiating between CT bananas and Jordan. Like for me, like anybody, if I ever ask somebody like who's your top your goat of the challenge. If they say any of those three people or even like Darrell and I'll even Derek K, I would even, you know what I mean? But those top three, if it's one of those top three, DT bananas or Jordan, like I can't even fight you on it. Like I, I, and that's why earlier when Rick was like, y'all your rebuttal, I'm like, what do you want me to say? Like, I can't really argue a bananas. I think she might've confused me. I think CT might be my DOH. <laughs> No, she's just shitting on me right now because what you don't know is the fucking 20 minutes of her just berating me when I said bananas was the goat last night. <laughs> it wasn't last <laughs> night, was it last night? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh. Whatever. I don't know. I just feel like maybe like you convinced me now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, very, very like CT, like I'm pro CT right now. And I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I do. I I feel very alone now. I just I don't know. For me, like arguing with you over like who the greatest is is way fucking different than arguing over somebody who has gone against and played with twice both of the people we're debating about twice (laughs) and has lived in houses with them multiple times, knows them on a personal level. Like I can't argue Tyler fucking Duckworth on who the greatest challenger is. Like, come on. Can I just point something out that the viewers won't, well, viewers, the listeners won't be able to see because we just use audio on this. um, Is that when Karina said Darrell, Tyler made a very significant (laughs) shake his head side to side motion. And I sat there looking right at him going, that's right. I agree. Yeah, I don't. He had some some easy early victories. 
Yeah. Here's so here's my thing is that for for me, like when I'm talking about like the Durrell or like the Derek K and stuff like that, like that's my like top four, right? Is like that third that fourth spot like waivers for me between like a Derek K or like no. a Durrell. No. But I would never like put a Durrell above like banana ct jordan which i see that happen that, that's, that's, really that's my podium that's my podium tyler's like i belong there Thank no you. i don't i don't i do not I, i'm not i'm not a medalist i didn't i you don't think so i don't think so i don't think because i, I didn't have enough opportunities i disagree i just dis, i disagree and i'm taking this one and this is why i disagree tyler is because i think very much how we are having the goat conversation just like in basketball it's lebron and michael right and you can throw kobe in there too and it's not a first second third it's a 1a 1b 1c decision right and then there's the next level down uh to me it's jordan ct landon all or jordan ct uh bananas for the gold then it's you Darrell, Derek, landon for the silver right there in that tier and then bronze is going to be your I would even throw Wes into the silver bronze is going to be like, you know, your, your one-time champs, like the, yeah. the Rogans or whoever the hell else you want to well, throw and, there. And I mean, and just kind of like going back to the argument that we used for Jordan is that like, regardless of how many seasons you've done, when you look at the statistics, you've done four seasons, you've made it to two finals. You've won both of those finals that you've been to. Yeah. Like you're at a 50% win rate, which is fucking impeccable when you look at other challengers. And if your career had continued, like it's really hard to argue that you wouldn't have been able to yeah. continue on to potentially be a a, a five time, you know, quote unquote CT or even potentially be the seven time the opportunities. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. If they gave you 20, the same 20 opportunities that they gave to CT or they gave to bananas, you're telling me that you couldn't come out on top with four five, six, maybe even seven, eight victories out of that. Like you can't convince me of that. So no. I don't accept your answer. You are absolutely up on the damn podium. And I don't want to ever hear that again. Tyler. Look, you, you didn't hear it. But when you first came on, we, we did still a little bit of Latarian's uh, words. But recently famous. Yeah. yeah. When you popped on, you couldn't hear. So I was like, is that a goat? That kind of looks like a goat to I me. Think it's a goat. It I looks think like a goat. goat. <laughs> because Tyler, you are. I like that. And, and I'm that goat that will haunt him forever. <laughs> yep. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I've got to ask this because yeah. this leads into a few different things. One, um, I know you're very big on the Olympics, but mo really big on Winter Olympics too, especially ice skating. And I wanted to ask you um, because you have a very, a very grand sense of humor that I enjoy very much. But do you have you ever seen the movie Blades of Glory? Yes, of course. With Will Ferrell, okay. Yes, when you said Oxana by you, it just it took me there. I just had to know if there was a connection there, and now that there is, I'm glad always there <laughs> i love it I fucking love it <laughs> secondly um i sent you a video of some artwork a uh, picture from your instagram and i believe it was port port br i'm probably mispronouncing that did you get a chance to look at that video let's look at it right oh i can't i'm doing it right now yeah you, you, look at it later let me know what you thought stacking question that goes along with that i know you have a very eclectic taste of music but if you were going to choose one song to get you hyped up for a physical elimination what would that song be? No. It's What's a, your favorite song? Can I tell you this? Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because they ask you to get hyped up for these elimination rounds. And the funny thing is, is that like, I don't get hyped up. I stay silent. Yeah. And in my elimination rounds in the past before all stars, 
I was able to just stand and like, I'm a competitor, like in swim, right? I was just ready to just be where I'm at. And then they expect you to like hype up. I'm like, I don't hype up. Cause once I hear the, the, the horn or whatever, that's when I fucking go. There's no, there's no necessity in like blowing off energy. And it was so frustrating because I just don't listen to music. I don't, I'm just silent. Can I ask you a different variation of the question? If you need to get into the right mind frame, Kelly Clarkson. Thank you. That's um, what I needed. <laughs> You'll have a new video shortly. I was doing, I was doing CrossFit the other day and I was just, I just feel so fat and old all the time. And I was doing like, you know, like kipping pull-ups and like burpees and like snatching cleans and whatever. And, but like, I'm still like, like motoring through and I was just like really struggling. It was Friday. My students have been difficult. And then Kelly Clarkson, since you've been gone, came on and I was like, yeah. Since you've been gone. It. <laughs> it was just like, fucking rocking and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. See? And my coach I told it. you. They're like, Duckworth, what happened to you? And I was like, Kelly Clark Club, circa 2022. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious because, like, just a little, like, earlier, well, I say a little while ago, but we've been on here forever. But before the interview, we were like sitting down and I was like just gathering up some last minute little information and stuff. And I was going through your, your Instagram, through your highlights. And you have a highlight story um, on your Instagram that's a Kelly Clarkson song. And I was like, I bet you he likes Kelly Clarkson. I oh. bet you he likes Kelly Clarkson. So I'm so glad that you said that because I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, we started. We started at Harvard. It was the Harvard, Harvard's Kelly Clarkson Club. And we were there during the fat years, like after Simon Cowell, like, uh, you know, like dropped her. We would go oh my God. with Mark Zuckerberg. Like, yep. Like, I lived a weird existence in Boston during the early aughts that I still can't believe. Yeah. And again, with my experience with being in the real world, it's still, I, when I look back to the stamps, like, did this really happen? But it did. And they like, go into Kelly Clarkson concerts with Mark Zuckerberg and drank Paps Blue Ribbons. <laughs> wow. That is so awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> PBRs, you know? <laughs> it's like so I love it. it this is like so unfathomable to me that this all happens and so it's all fantastic at the same time i have one hypothetical and then we have a question that we like to ask everyone yeah. about i'm gonna let karina take that one um my next it's not even a hypothetical i apologize it's just a question i like to ask we've been talking about a lot as far as goats and all of that would you mind giving me your mount rushmore like top four male top four women all time oof <sighs> Male, easy. Um, like we said, Johnny, uh, Jordan, CT, obviously. Um, I'm going to rest on the, the fourth name. In the meantime, I would say Emily Schroem. I would say, I don't even know what's gone on in the past decade. Cara Marie is one, too. I was, yeah, I was going to say Cara Marie is one, too. She's considered, she, her elimination record's insane. I know. Oh, he hey. <laughs> I know. God damn, Tyler got me, he got me with that one. <laughs> Let me get back to the men. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go back. No, um, I would absolutely say, I mean, given the past decade, it would have to be like Car Maria, 
Laurel, Emily Schroem, and I would I would put Paula. I was gonna say Paula has heart. That's yeah. Paula has heart. Paula has a lot of heart, and I I like I've always to me Paula's always been one of those like she's always had it. She just needed something or someone to like fight for, right? She needed something to really fight for, and I think that Eve, being partners with Evelyn and being partners with Emily like pushed her to really like pull out of her what she was capable of. I've always been a Paula fan. And I've always been one like, dude, she fucking has it. She just has to let it go and let it be. And and it was amazing to finally see her win on both rival seasons. And yeah, I love, I love, I love that you put Paula on there. Sorry, I got excited because nobody ever puts her up there and she deserves it, damn it. And I'm going to tell you something else. Paula put herself on that list and she won her life. I know that's really fucking corny, but she did. No, it's not. She did. She did. And really good. Yeah, she is. I follow her on Instagram. We actually reached out to her at one point and, you know, and I, I had told her, you know, just as fans were like, it's so awesome to see you doing what you're doing and see how great you're doing. And I, you know, also extended an invitation to her for the podcast. She wasn't interested in that. She's, she's like, which I'm, I'm so supportive of, like, to be a hundred percent honest, like normally when we get told no by like an older cast member, I get a little bit down. But when she said no, I was like, good, good for you. Stay away from it. Do you girl, do your thing, be happy. And I'm fucking, I support it. And the thing is like with Paula, and I've said this about a couple other people is that for me, Paula is not somebody that I want to, that I worry about coming back on the challenge to see on the challenge. I just want to see her win at life. I don't care what it is. I just want to see her win at life. And if that means never coming back on the show, never being associated with the show again, then I am, I fucking fully support that. So yeah. Tyler, I know you want to say something. So I'm going to give you the floor. Oh no, it's just, it's just, thank you. Because I love that Paula is winning at life. And she is. And I know she went through difficulties, but I'm so happy for her. But what's also interesting is that I'm also selfish at times because with All Stars 2, getting to be around Janelle as an, as an adult, like we had so much fucking fun. Like, oh yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, we still call each other every day. Can you imagine like, as an adult, being in a married relationship with two kids and calling your gay friend every fucking day? I'm just being, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to call you back. Like, I'm going to prep so- lunch. You know, it's like, yes, blah, blah, blah. you know, it's just like, it, it reminds you why we were on the show to begin with is to establish these relationships. And yeah. I just, I just want to say how lucky I am to have been part of this experience. And I got really, I think I personally hit the jackpot with Key West as a season. Like they're the best people. Um, I know viewers may see other things out of certain cast members and you'll always see what you want to see out of these people, but I want everyone else out there to know that like these are the like the, the they are awesome people and they're fun and they're relatable, they're authentic, and they're surprisingly like <laughs> like down to earth. Like for here's an example quickly, and I'll shut up. Janelle walked out for an interview on All Stars 2. I was like, oh, are we going to Zumba class? And she was like, oh, you don't like that? So I was like, I'm not saying I don't like it, but it's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I think, like, four days later, Woody had to, like, we had to shoot something. It was, like, a different elimination. She goes, oh, are you going golfing with my husband? 
And I was like, you don't like the polo? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's our language of love. And Key West, yeah. like, we're very, it's so funny because when I walked into the house in Key West that first day, I looked at those cast members. I was like, I cannot relate to any of these people. I hate these people. I don't like them. And all these years later, I can't tell you um, about six people I love more in this world. Especially because, you know, it, it makes it so much more touching because of the experiences and the ups and downs you guys have had over the years. Yeah. And to be able to look back um, on everything, the ups, the downs, the feelings of betrayal, but also the feelings of happiness and love and be able to say, you know what, like, I know who you are, but I still love you is a powerful thing. That is actually this. I'm going to steal that from you. If take all the credit you want, if Key West gets a homecoming season, I'm going to be like, I know who you are, but I still love you. (laughs) Fuck yes. I love it. Well, I'm going to give you one more of my ideas. It's probably the shit now after Paramount's announcement. So I had this big old fucking thing. I was like, season 40, (laughs) they're going to do a blowout. All the greatest uh, all-star or all the greatest challengers. Tyler's coming back. Everyone's coming back. They're going to do it all. Had to have ran a final. Yeah, to be in it. And then they announced this. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) Hopefully all-star three is fire. I'm sure it will be. I'm I'm sure sure it's it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. May 11th. Yeah. Um, did you have any other? No, I'm. I, I'll sit here and bullshit with Tyler till until he says, "Ricky, I got to fucking go." It's right. late. You what know what I mean? Yes, let's shoot a little bit. <laughs> just let me know when we're off camera. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but I actually, I just had one more. Um, I had one last question that we like to ask all the challengers that we bring on. Sure. And so get ready because this one's this one's gonna rattle your brain a little bit. So when everything is said and done, reality TV is over. You turn Instagram off and, you know, you fade away into the distance to live your life. What do you want people to what message do you want to leave behind for people? What do you want people to remember and think about when they think about Tyler? Duck? <laughs> he was a historian. <laughs> <laughs> a Mongolian historian expert. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> and also, too, I would literally be like sitting there on the porch and. I actually, this people maybe thought it was strategic at, per, at first, but like Kendall or like Darrell or like MJ would come up and they'd be like, what are you thinking about? And I was like, the conquistadors. And I first arrived. And like, I literally was thinking about that. And they're like, Tyler is literally thinking about that. So they're like, Tyler, I, I don't play the game the way other people play the game. Like I'm a different, yeah. I'm going to, and you can ask Johnny, Paula, Janelle, anyone. I'm in a different world at all times. Like Tyler exists in his own universe. <laughs> but like, I truly, that's what I think about. I was like, what was going to be? I'm going to be honest. I relate to that on a whole different level because I'm one of those people like, so we live in um, Reno, Nevada. Um, so we go, you know, we go into San Francisco all the time, go to Pacifica to vacation. But every time, and I've done this, I've lived here most of my life. And every time we go over Donner Summit, I sit there and I think, God, think about those no. people, those covered wagons. No, don't say it. <laughs> that's, every time. That's, every time. Yeah, that's, you, okay, you get it. You totally fucking get it. Yeah, I look at, I, we live in a high desert. And I just look, I'm like, how the fuck did they do this shit? How did they survive? How the fuck did they survive? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing out here but sagebrush and fucking pine nuts. I don't understand. 
So I, I get it. I get it on a whole a whole nother level because if I was in South America, the first thing I'd be thinking is like, you know, what the fuck would it be like getting off a boat on a horse and riding around over here? I go, I said, I told Mark Long once, I go, <laughs> I go, I go, just like everything they're wearing was so heavy. He goes, is that a gay thing? <laughs> no, it's a reality. <laughs> it was just like, no, it's like a reality. Like, I was like, I, I hate that you said that, but like five seconds before you said that, I was like, God, how horrible it would have been. They were in like bronze and copper and like a hundred degree humidity and like, what the hell? How heavy was that? It oh was just like God. unimaginable. I just, but to your point, like, you know, and I got to do my first challenge in Brazil and that was such a blessing, but I was just like, how the fuck did these people get here? And that's what I could say. Like I'm in the Mongolian history, like, when I love history and I, that's why I'm like a historian, I study it. It's just like, cool. how did these people get here? And that's what I spend the, my time doing. So like, instead of like watching the, like the challenge or like doing the shit, I'm like listening to podcasts or like audiobooks or like shit for grad school. It's just like stuff like that, that like that I do. So a very unique to <laughs> an aspect, but. <laughs> I also, here's the, here's the funny thing. I will, I will respect other challengers to say that, like, I'm an easy person to um, go after, but I'm a dangerous person because I'm a wildfire. It's like, yeah. you don't even, he doesn't know anyone here. He has no, like, uh, like, allegiances or whatever. But he also could beat you. And he also, we have no idea what's coming next. Yeah. So he can go either way. Absolutely. Tyler, one final thing we want to do is we want to give, the floor to you to talk about anything you're working on outside of uh the challenge that you'd like to let people know about i think we've already talked about it um i'm teaching i'm pursuing uh hd in history as we know and there's nothing too much uh, it's i i don't look at that exciting of a lifestyle it's just like i do have tina put it this way when I had Tina and Casey, everyone over to my house in West Hollywood, they're like, oh, this is how you live. And I was like, no, because they were like, <laughs> if you knew how you live, <laughs> people would have voted you off immediately on all sorts too. <laughs> I don't want to like be too, I don't want to ruin my future challenge situations. Right. No, that's no, understandable. And really, we brought this question like, on because of dude, lifestyle. What is that way? Right. It, the real reason we brought this on is because a lot of the newer challengers have secondary ventures like subscription services, so you could see them in the buff. You know what I mean? So we wanted to give them an opportunity or to like make money and stuff. Or musician or, or podcast or whatever they are. <laughs> they all sell eyelashes or leggings or photos. No, I don't do that. <laughs> I'm literally. If you want to know anything about Tyler Duckworth, I'm like a gay Indiana Jones. That's I fucking I love oh that. God, that's amazing. That's yeah. like the best description. Literally, that's all I do. like I go digging in foreign places to like find out things and like just not crazy. fighting Nazis. Yeah, and fighting Nazis. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Karina's about to like tattoo "I love you" on her eyelids and blink at you. <laughs> and actually, I took up bow hunting as a hobby this fall. So just oh, did you? you? <laughs> yes, I love it. That's I, that's awesome. My my family, um, my family hunters. I grew up learning how to. There's literally so nothing else to do in North Dakota, so it's right. Like, <laughs> I literally take up like 
I'm like, if there were a zombie apocalypse, what hobby can I do that would help us out? So bow hunting. I love it. <laughs> that is a solid one. That you know, is that really absolutely solid. Is. I'm like, I have a crazy accuracy. So wow. I never having that as a challenge, but whatever. Or maybe they know yeah. it'd be a little bit one-sided with you in there. Yeah. They're they're probably scared you guys would just shoot each other though. <laughs> or I would have a dangerous accuracy against the people I dislike. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry. You can like, Whoops. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> I missed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I want to fuck them. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. Tyler, I'm going to be honest. This is probably one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. For real, though. Oh my God. Yes, Look, I, I, have a, I, I have a very, uh, a very simple view on uh, the history theme um, for myself because I've, like I've almost always been into it, but my thing is, is like, once you get over 35, the meme is, or the meme says, once you get over 35, you have a choice to make. You either get really into smoking meat on your Traeger or you get really into World War II in history. So I'm going to go with the latter. Wait, what was the first option? The first option was after 35, you get interested in one of two things. The first one, smoking meat on your Traeger or second, learning about World War II. Well, I smoke meat every night. So, like, I don't, I'm confused about what, what the reference is. <laughs> like, bar, like barbecuing. Yeah, you like. either get really good at barbecuing or you learn about World War II. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, my it's all name, connecting. It's all fucking straight to the deal here smoke fucking meat in their backyards. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> It's World War II because I would have been an operative. I would have been a secret spy. Like, that's all I wanted to ever do in my life was to be a spy for the State Department. So, well, I, I, I feel like you were probably born in the wrong time. You are, you were pretty set up to do it, Tyler. I mean, <laughs> fucking speaking Russian. Here's my argument. Who would, if you're a, a slightly overweight gay reality star, like, who would question you to be a spy? You're the perfect operative. Yeah. I love it. Fusion your brain right there. Right? Yeah. I also feel yeah. like you just might have stole, like, the next book from, like, John Grisham or some shit. <laughs> but, like, but, like, having, like, gay... Am I having illicit threesomes in East Berlin? Like, like <laughs> drugs that, like, even the State Department doesn't know about. And then, like, right, well, like, let him be. He's, like, he's, like, inoperative but is he you know but is he (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this could be a great fucking television show too at the same time (laughs) coming next on bravo (laughs) oh Oh, no No. (laughs) oh my god uh, also can i just like answer a question i didn't answer your question by the way I answered it my way. I know. But we expect that from you, Tyler. Because I, I, I'm just like, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it was me more just randomly talking than it was a question, right? I, I got turned on. <laughs> <laughs> well, smoke meats. I mean, I got turned on by it. Fuck. <laughs> Nothing surprising there. I forgot you. <laughs> I feel like we're in an episode of like Austin Powers. Like, how do I explain to him I don't have an inner monologue? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Tyler? 
I'm going to facilitate this meeting of you and Marlon now. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> this has to happen. This has to happen. <laughs> Might have to have you guys both on a podcast together. Right, we're oh, going to yeah. do it, yeah. <laughs> do a co-guest episode. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to be like, so we got Marlon and Tyler. Go. Go. Go talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Tyler, I want to thank you so much for your time. Uh, these last couple hours have been absolutely amazing. Being able to do like kind of like a deep dive into your history on the challenge, your history before the challenge, and um, everything that kind of went on in between, and then yeah, going really into like you know the themes that we didn't hear about on All Stars was really eye opening. So yeah, first and foremost, I want to thank you so much for your time and, and joining us. We really do appreciate it, and um. I feel like we barely scratched the surface with this one. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. And the joy. <laughs>